This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie. Eric Siska, what is that movie? Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Out of way, is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy, <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're yeah. to the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw, folks. Come on out the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Hey gang, WHM tour update really quickly before we get to today's program. Just want to get a low ticket alert out there for uh, our show this Friday, the 13th of July. Uh, we are going to be in Chicago at City Winery. We are talking about Jason X, which I have to tell you, I don't know if you've heard me say this, uh, is the absolute best fan film with the biggest budget ever made. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be returning to the city of Chicago. Uh, we have not been back in a couple of years. This is going to be an absolute great time. But ticks are going fast. That's July 13th uh, in Chicago, Illinois at City Winery. And then the very next night, tickets are also flying for our appearance at uh, the back room at Collectivo, uh, where we will be talking about Tank Girl. That is Saturday night, July 14th, Milwaukee. Good gracious, uh, you are a beer town. We are going to be drinking a lot of beer, uh, preferably after the show or maybe like the back half of the show. You know, we want to be in performing, uh, a performing state of mind. Uh, as it were. So we're talking about Tank Girl. If you don't know what Tank Girl is, look that up. It's a very popular comic book uh, that was adapted into a not very popular movie. So for tickets to both of these shows, go over to whmpodcast.com, click on that tour tab, pick up ticks for both nights. Uh, They're going fast, you guys. That's all I'm going to say. They're going fast. Uh, Our return to the Midwest is this July. We're very excited, and we want to see you there. And on today's program, we're talking about Burger King Presents Lost in Space. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Justin Case. Chris Cabin. And we hate movies.
welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. And welcome back to the program, our good friend from the Midwest, Mr. Justin J. Case. How are you, buddy? Hello. Good How's to be back in the uh, studio, man. The old studio. Yeah. God, you're looking good. I haven't seen you in months. I know. Ages. I know. It's that, I'm, uh, I'm really f- turning into my final form. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, but that, that, that's what the spider legs are doing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, explain some spider legs. From now on, we have to call you Fit Justin, <laughs> not just Justin Fit Justin. <laughs> okay. Okay. You've earned it. Uh, so, yeah, this week's episode, uh, Lost in Space from 1980. Oh, my God. 1998. You wish. You wish. It might as well be with these graphics. Directed by Stephen Hopkins. Friend of the show. He did uh, Predator 2. <laughs> Did Predator 2, he directed Judgment Night, yeah, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Oh, Stay God. tuned for both those, I really feel. Oh, absolutely. Um, so this was the first time I ever watched this. Really? Yeah, I totally just skipped it as a kid, because I knew I didn't give a shit. Can I say, this was the first movie I watched on DVD. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. DVD. Do you remember anything about that menu? <laughs> Oh god, no! I think it was like a freeze, for, like just the poster. Oh like right, the, them in the front, and then like the plays. That's setup thing. shocking. I, I guarantee. Sure. Shocking. I guarantee you, this cast bios on that though. Oh yeah, we were trying sure. to. That was the thing. It's a special feature cast bios. Cast bios, yeah. special feature, anamorphic menus. Wow, what a gift! Full, full <laughs> official synopsis in the uh, pamphlet in the sleeve there. Oh, absolutely, dude. The booklet sleeves. We, <clears throat> uh, they weren't in to the like. Animated if you let it stay long enough, then then that oh, monkey god, would be like, I hate that. Yeah. Oh <laughs> god, I hate that. Hey, you gonna watch this or what? <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer, those series have the worst fucking menus. You're going through a graveyard, something oh, comes out. Yup. A, a, a thing opens, a thing closes. It's like, I oh mean, my you, god. you are really just making me happy. I've never watched this shit. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I think actually the um, the original like standard deaf Nightmare on Elm Street box set I had, which was the first DVD box set I bought, mm-hmm. uh, had a it was a crazy obnoxious like get through Freddy's house to find <laughs> the fucking whatever. And I was like, I just want to watch this movie. There were, uh, Rec Room for a Dream had like some sort of like internet tie-in that if you left <laughs> oh, it, yeah, yeah oh, if you God. left it on like a certain screen or something, you could get a code. Yeah, I don't you could know, just man. push off and then find uh... all the movies to get that sort of tie-in. <laughs> if you watch this backward, it actually tells you how to get to the Silk Road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the two the two most popular examples of that, there's a name for it too, an acronym, I can't what it is, like a tie-in, is Rec Room for the Dream and Halo. Oh, really? The game? Halo? Yeah. Oh, really? So it's like Halo did it, and then Requiem of a Dream was like, all right, all right, we can be cool on the internet. <laughs> if there's ever a movie that did not need an Easter egg on the DVD, man, oh my god. But DVDs, pure Easter eggs. Man. Oh, if you, if you hit weird. the, if you hit the the refrigerator, it jumps at you, maybe, and that's that's a fun one. Um, I saw this in theaters, and I don't know why. I really do not understand. Oh, like I know why. Yeah, Fat Kid Summer. <laughs> yeah, this is April though. Oh, was it April? Fat I thought Kid this Spring. came in August. Fat Kid Spring. I mean. <laughs> I thought this was super early in the year. Oh, it could be. Spring uh, has sprung. <laughs> it is another. Uh, we are under the, uh, the 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 torment of a fat kid spring. It's been going on. It's been going on for years now. Uh, yeah, like I said, I skipped it. It was your first DVD. It not was in theaters, Chris well, Cabin. No, no, not in theaters. Absolutely not. Oh, don't act like you're fucking oh. above it. Come on. I, I never liked Matt LeBlanc. I'm going wow. on record to say this. I, I was a Gary him. Oldman head at the time, and oh. I also had an age-appropriate crush on Lacey Chabert. Though that might have had the thing. 
That might have been all all part oh, of it. Chabert. It was the. F- <laughs> he pronounces it Chabert. I don't know. Maybe that's right. I've always said Shaw Bear. Oh, all right. I've never bothered. Steve called her, <laughs> Steve called her mom. <laughs> Wait, so JJ, did you, see, you said you saw this in theaters? I saw this opening night in oh, theaters. Oh, well, I was not there opening night. I was there. First seat. I was, I, and I don't, again, the question, I remember. April why, 3rd, 1998, by the way, to, to, to place it in a moment in time. Okay, okay, wow, what a great time to be alive. Okay, not so, not so long ago. <laughs> uh, and I went to see it with my cousins because they were super hyped about it. But then the question is like, why were they super hyped about it? it? I don't understand. Yes. And Ugh. to me, this is a movie that goes along with a lot of other ones like Wild Wild West pops in my head. But like before you could vote, it was like your civic duty to see these films. <laughs> right? Like it was just like you have to. Well, I got to gotta get out and check gotta out Got to support this. the box office. Yeah, I got to support the box office. I can't. I don't have a hand in well, government. Look, it's not my, I can't share my opinion if I don't go out and support the box office. <laughs> Don't this, complain unless you saw the movie. Well, wasn't this like this is the dead zone between Men in Black and the Star Wars prequels? Yeah, where, like you didn't really know if it was supposed to be fun sci-fi or yep. serious sci-fi. But it was a TV show. It's like, oh, cool, this TV show, and I'm like, oh, cool, Lost in Space. I've never seen that. And it's like, why are you going? But we <laughs> why were, are you going? We were doing this out the ass in the late '90s. Mm-hmm. Though, Wild Wild this, West, you had the the Mod Squad, Wild Wild West, the Avengers, Oof. and it started with Mission Impossible '96, and it made a shit ton of money. Yeah, sure, and that makes sense. And the Brady Bunch movie, which kind of doesn't count, but kind of does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's in there. It, yeah. That was that was like you know and that the, made a shit ton of money too. The seventies, but yeah. yeah, yeah, but it was it was just like well, they're remaking something <laughs> with better graphics. I have to see it. I saw the Mod Squad too in theaters. Why? I saw Hi, the Mod Squad. Why? Theaters. Yeah, and that was a weird. I was. I actually have a distinct memory of seeing the Mod Squad in the theaters and being like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> like halfway through that movie, just like, "What the." Fuck business do you have watching this? Still movie? haven't you got, seen you it. You got bamboozled. I did. Yeah. No, I totally did. It was like, look at this cool trailer for this fucking TV show you know nothing about. I and- just don't know how you look at the equation of why did Mission Impossible make money, and your takeaway is it was a remake of a show nobody liked. <laughs> <laughs> And not that Tom Cruise was in the fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Just thinking of another one right now. Uh, I think it was 97, the Val Kilmer, the Saint. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, you had to see that. Out, which I've seen that movie a ton of times. Uh, pardon me, but the Saint rules. Uh, I'm wearing my The Saint t-shirt. Now, I haven't movie, seen it in years. That movie kicks ass. I mean, I don't know if it does, but I remember I just know that uh, Ray Sir Bradjura is yeah. in it. Uh, yeah, I'll he, never know how to say his last name. Isn't uh, there like a really awkward blowjob scene in that movie? <laughs> that I remember. But maybe. Oh, what am I thinking of? <laughs> the brown bunny. That you're thinking, you're thinking <laughs> oh, it with the I bunny. do that all the time. Uh, th- we're doing this episode, obviously, because last Friday, uh, the Netflix series came out. So this is kind of, we're all going lost in space crazy again 20 years later. Uh-huh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the time of this recording, it's not out yet, but Chris Cabin, you have seen, what, like I, the first three? The uh, first uh, three, I saw, like, I be- I started the fourth, and I just like, no, I'm going to stop this. Now. Oh, okay. Um, really? Because the last time we talked about this, you were kind of... Kind of high on it, well, but not so much anymore. Because in like, if you compare it to this, it is so much better. Oh, I mean, yeah. just like so much. But better. see, that's the thinking that got us in the theaters of the yes. first place. Yes. <laughs> You're totally right. But I don't know if this is better than the original series. But I really don't know. About it's almost that. twenty years to the day, though. April third, nineteen ninety-eight. April thirteenth, ten wow. days. Late. Twenty. I think it years took that long days. for this thing, this turd to cool. It was yeah. like, don't touch it. 
Don't touch it because you're going to get burned. So Hot it's turds. Got, it's just got a 20-year cycle that they're going to resell us this thing that nobody liked to begin with. Fuck. <laughs> Guys, who's going to play the saint next summer? <laughs> Me. The kid from Teen Wolf. Oh, nice. Oh, sure. So this is obviously, it's about a family that gets lost in space. Nice. Finally. <laughs> Very oh, soon. God. The opening credits. It's not even the opening credits. You get, you get New Line Cinema. Not even. I'm expecting a big fat like. This is 1998. We're high on opening credits, so like maybe like we're watching spaceships spell out Heather Graham. Oh yeah, you're shooting right through the A in the blank. Yeah, sure, <laughs> exactly. Or at least give us the courtesy of like another production company or something. I was sort of taken aback. I wasn't ready. I was getting my computer out to yes, like take notes it. and shit, and it was like, oh, New Line Cinema, cool. I got time. And then all of a sudden, William Hurt's flapping his gums, and they, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The what? The techno remix of the theme song. They don't even play it up front. Why do it if you're not going to play it up front? Exactly. If you're going to do the Mortal Kombat song, kind of, sort of, that's it. Lost in space! No, no dude, you got to save that for the end because all the th- fucking seats in the theater were going to be soaked once you heard that song. <laughs> but the... Yeah, but like it opens up. It's just... You see really... <laughs> Amalgus nothing space nonsense and William Hurt is like like we've been talking for hours it's like finally all of the people on earth have finally come to their senses and stopped fighting and I'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. yeah like to your point it's like, like we know, were making dinner I'm like oh, I have to pause this I'm not yeah. ready it starts as if there's two friends that are catching up mm-hmm. and then one goes get is like hey do you want a beer he's like yeah I'll get you a beer yeah. and he's like just telling the story of his divorce <laughs> he's like finally I just had to walk away <laughs> exactly <laughs> It's so weird, and he's it, there's a lot that comes at you fast. It's like the warring <laughs> yeah. nations of Earth. There's an environmental problem. This, that, and the fuck. This, I was like, are, everybody, slow this, down. This we is are. how bad this got. I stopped. It's on Netflix. I stopped, and I went to iTunes, and I bought it to make sure I did. There wasn't a problem with my Netflix. <laughs> And they just like skipped over five seconds, like they start like showing shit. And so this is accurate, though. Yes, yeah, this, this, this is, is exactly what it was. The beginning Jesus. of the film. Um, and well, yeah. it is like two hours and ten minutes, so I guess Woof. like fucking get to it. And it's yeah, we're doing. Uh, it's William Hurt. He's telling us that the Earth is dying, and we're there's a global sedition force. There's another thing. There's all sorts of different factions. The United Global Space Force. The that, those are the good guys. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And then there's the. Whatever global the, sedition, and that there's a mutant suicide, another squad. mutant suicide squad. <laughs> so it's, it, we we cut to Matt LeBlanc, and he's or LeBlanc. I'm sorry. Please, please. <laughs> we are. You don't know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Matt LeBlair. <laughs> and they're they're flying in space, fighting something, and this looks terrible. Well, it's a terrorist attack is what That's, we see here. Oh, right. Because right. it's like, now we're going to dock here and uh, what a peaceful day in space. And then it's like, <laughs> terrorism! And this thing blows up and the space station gets hit and he's, I guess, a defender of the realm or some shit. I don't know. He's Eagle One. Oh, wow. That's his call That's sign? His, but yeah. Sick. In all this action... <laughs> in all this action... And all this breathless action that's going on. Uh-huh. Of course, you have to uh, fit in a little homophobia. You yeah, know, it's, oh, 19, yes. it's 1998. Sure. Got to fit it in there. And mm-hmm. LeBlanc, he's chasing uh, uh, Lenny James. Yeah, uh, yeah the Snatch, dude who's uh, Walking, Dead. Walking Dead. Oh, dude, will you stop talking about this Snatch TV show? No, the, it's a, he's in the movie. Oh, he's in the, oh okay. I'm no, sorry. The, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> no. 
No. Because <laughs> Snatch the TV show came up recently, and I was like, God damn it, dude. Nobody no. We were talking that. about Crackle. If you're talking about Crackle, you have yeah, to talk about that. That's the only yes, thing to talk right. about. That's yeah. true. Um, but like, he's like, all right, I got to kiss you, but don't take this the wrong way. Yep. Oh, you right. might be in love with me. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, does that mean we're going steady? <laughs> I was like, come on. <laughs> I like that it's 2058, and we're still doing this shit. <laughs> Well, 2058 made in 1998. Well, that's true. That's what that is. But yes, to to Justin's point, Matt LeBlanc's like, "Uh uh-oh, here comes another mutant suicide squad, and the Borg show up, or whatever (laughs) these people are. It doesn't matter because we never see them or hear about them ever again. (laughs) How do you have a race of... the movie starts and you're like, oh, these are the bad guys. They look yeah. bad. They're bald. They're, Clearly. Their cockpits are dark. They have yeah. weird steering wheels. We're great. <laughs> and then just never, ever Weird steering wheels, by the way, primo sign of a villain. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Look at that fucking steering wheel. Yeah, it has like liquid in it. Is. Yeah. It's like a liquid <laughs> steering wheel. Or if it's like just a bar, like, oh, that guy's up to no good. <laughs> There's a weird thing. It's like a dumb detail where like Matt LeBlanc's navigation system is like weird golden contacts. That never comes back. Nope. No. And it's never explained what he's even looking at. He looks like a cat person. He does. <laughs> he, does. he looks like Nastasia Kinski. <laughs> I feel if you had put, like, whatever monologue was before the finally and, like, all these explanations <laughs> that I need. We're talking a four-hour cut here with somewhere oh. rummaging around this. Well, yeah. that's, I think that's what it was. Like, they, they, they put the mic on and William Hurt gets out of the voice studio and they're like, oh, here's your tea. Finally. Okay, so the forces of Hurt... <laughs> You get it right this time? Okay. What are our thoughts on Round the Horn, William Hurt? I love William Hurt. I'm big, love William Hurt? I love, I love William him. Hurt as well. William, William Hurt, Hurt is a legend. I think he's just okay. I, I don't think he's bad. Wow. I'm not saying he's bad. Are you talking about like in this movie or like just the Hurt just, filmography? The Hurt just, filmography. This is just the wound you carry for him in history of violence, I feel. <laughs> he's okay in that. <laughs> I've heard he's, you complain about that performance more than anything else, more than global warming. <laughs> Didn't he win an Academy Award for that? He was nominated for nominated. Academy Award. Oh, all right. If he won, you would have killed him. Joey, I would have strangled you in my crib if I could. You know what, dude? You're from Philadelphia. That's not how they talk. Yeah, but you know what? It's based on a comic book, so who cares? Sure. Broadcast news? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so this is your last episode, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, yeah, he's cartoonish in it, but, like, it's based off a fucking drawing book. Oh, so. I see. see. I, see. I, try, I heard Andrew by Taco William Hurt, and I was trying to hurt me. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's getting awkward. No, I don't know. I, he's totally fine. I just feel like he is exactly the temperature of the movie that he's in. He's yeah, never... that's what an actor does. <laughs> He never elevates anything, is what I'm saying. He's really great in the Big Chill. I think he's like the best part of the Big Chill. Mm-hmm, sure. Uh, what's the um mm-hmm. where he turns into a fucking monster? Oh, Ken Russell movie. Space Jam. Alters, alter, yes, <laughs> Altered States. Altered States. Mm-hmm. Is great. He's excellent he's in that movie. You love he, Altered States. What I the just, fuck are you talking about? I don't. That's what I'm saying. I'm not no, saying like Steve really just loves Bob Balaban and that. Oh, movie. I'm sorry. He's going apeshit. No, I I like William Hurt totally fine. That's the thing. It's just I, everyone's saying the word love. It's like, I don't know. It's weird that he's in a big ass movie like this. Yes. Though. Well, I feel like this yeah. soured it on him <laughs> immediately. He's like, okay, yeah. I'll give this a shot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's always just been something about. I always think he's got like cool hair. Sure. Uh, oh, actually, though, no, fucking, he's fucking Thunderbolt Ross in all those movies. Just the one, really. I think he's only in the Hulk the one time. No, he's in uh, Civil War. Oh right! Oh, he right. Come back. He's, he's the he's fucking great. Yeah. accords. He yeah, does yeah. that whole thing. I'm sure he's going to be in Infinity War. How about this? Shut the podcast down, guys. The Hurt Locker. 
Yes. New podcast, <laughs> Just Talking John Hurt. Wow, that's an excellent title for a fucking William Hurt podcast. Oh, my All God. All right, this is the end of uh, Russell Rules. Next up is the Hurt Locker. We're going to be talking the doctor. <laughs> well, no, everyone just is very quiet. Oh, welcome back. It's more of an NPR. Welcome back to the Hurt Locker. This you would have to keep his level of... Yes, uh, exactly. Because he's not a guy who gets excited. Exactly. And, which I, I understand. It's, it's, it's a more restrained performance always. But, yeah. you know... Uh, so this like mission that they're going on. Well, we're not going to hang up on you because that'd be rude. But could you please hang up yourself? <laughs> we don't hang up on people. There's, we there's a red button that ends the call. <laughs> could you press, press the red button? Press it at your earliest convenience. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> so, so what, this what, mission. What, are, that what they, are you wearing? What that's, are we doing? No, oh, okay. I'm still doing the. <laughs> I was still just still just doing it. <laughs> it's a good bit. <laughs> No, all right. Uh, well, this is a long movie. We got a lot to get to, man. Sure. Uh, no, so the, so it's the, it's the same, I guess, mission from the show. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't I know read, how the I show works. It. It's essentially the same. I mean, they're like shooting off to find the next place where they can colonize so, the, and Alex, gotcha. Alpha Five or Alpha Prime or something like Alpha that. Alpha Prime, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so and this, this whole yeah, yeah. like also like Mission Impossible ninety six. You know what else was ninety six? Uh, Independence Day and this whole opening thing yep. is exactly like the conic jr will smith thing yeah light the fires and start the tires big daddy or whatever kick like the tires and light the light, fires kick the tires yeah. and light the fire it's a big daddy and uh <laughs> and yeah is matt leblanc's like whoever who is terrible in this movie and i like i like matt leblanc fine but he is and it's it's a bad script through and but through you bad don't script. love him <laughs> no i do not <laughs> i would rather watch him play baseball with a monkey <laughs> Yeah. Uh, which I've seen that movie a couple of times. Uh, then watch this movie. Ed. Ed, Ed yes, the, I'm the talking about Ed. Edel. All right, yeah. welcome yeah. back to Shooting the Blanks. <laughs> Steven Sadak. <laughs> That's every week. <laughs> uh, no, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's like, oh, yeah, last person to f- kill a bad guy buys the beer. And it's like, oh, what beer are you buying? That's what's weird about this. It's like it's supposed to be so far in the future, but it is just 1998 vernacular, like Mm -hmm. nobody's business. Mm -hmm. It always bothers me when that happens. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we're just buying beers. Like, what are you, a fucking, I don't know, pool shark, factory worker? Well, that's any anything where buddies are buying beers after work. I mean, that's like every like that Lacey, whatever her name, Lacey Chabert, I believe. She looks like a sneaker pimp. <laughs> she does look like she, she could be like a sneaker. She's films. got like, this washed like uh, eyeshadow yeah. everywhere and these spiky hair. She's sweating the whole time, man. She looks like she's got the fucking DT shakes through this whole thing. <laughs> it was really concerning. Well, that's what William Hurt was talking about before I got to the finally was <laughs> they had come back from uh, high, high. You know, they had to get her clean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, finally in her third stint in treatment because <laughs> we really needed her to be in this movie. So. I think this one's gonna take. Uh, <laughs> Ready to go into space. <laughs> she, uh, we we cut to the the Robinson family. It's Mimi Rogers. She is actually talking. Who plays Maureen, the mom? Right, and she's talking to June Lockhart or somebody. June Lockhart, of course, man. Uh, who played the original mother? And, and you know this what other mother she played? Woman's cameo, man. Why? Why Sully? This woman's like sixty-seven years old, dude. She's not just the mom from this sh- uh, show, though. What's it? She was the mom on Lassie. Oh wow! And June Lockhart, I'll always remember that from the, uh, from the uh, original Lassie show, and she is fucking shat upon in this uh, in this movie. It's humiliating. <laughs> she has, like she's the idea is she has to call like she's uh, 
young Will Robinson's uh, principal, and she's like, oh, he's such a genius. He's hacking our vid phones or something. And they (laughs) keep putting this woman... They put her on a big beefy dude. Then they put her on a gorilla with tits. And Come it's on, like a- Steve. As a fan of the Last Jedi, you need to you have to shatter mythology. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> and that's what this is all about. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we should say by the way, bury like the a, past. My it's friend. like a hollow phone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mister Rocket. Just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the Rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down with a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. Oh, okay. And so, and Will Robinson is like hacking it to make the hologram look different. So it's like poor old June Lockhart's head on this fucking big muscular guy. And you're like, oh man. There's, and there's, it's all this concern. It's a call from the principal because he's acting out in school, right? Yeah. So, but like, then one of the things that he does is is put June Lockhart's head on like a babe. Yeah. Here's the thing. If, if a kid can do that, you're lucky he's going to school at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah if, exactly. if, if this kid can put anybody's face on a b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b
No, he's just jerking off. <laughs> he's a really great student, and he's just pleasuring himself constantly. So it would be amazing if he was just like the most brilliant hacker, but all he did was hack into better porno. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't use it to like bring down any banking system nope. or anything um, like that. He was that. behind the whole like, he's like, hey, look, I found this way to put Jillian Anderson's face on a body. That's right. <laughs> he was the Jillian dollar idea. He was the first person to do that with the internet. <laughs> but all that, all that comes of this is like Mimi Rogers is like, yeah, you're right, Will Robinson. Your teacher's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like... <laughs> Let her talk, and then we'll hang up the phone. And by the way, fuck her, because we're going into space, and you're never going to see her again in, in her entire life. Yeah, and you're in the ever. closet. Nobody's. It's just you're nobody's hiding in the closet. That. This whole yeah, scene for no reason. And then Lacey Chabert, they have a like a, a little brother, older sister thing going on, where it's like yeah. you're reading my diary or whatever. And she probably is going off to do drugs, right? It's like her last night on Earth. Yeah, yeah. dude. And then mm-hmm. this, this girl skipping curfew, and she's like, you know, but I'm going to the mall. It's like we know where you're going. She's sweating like a pig. I know exactly <laughs> where she's going. <laughs> drug mall. Find some <laughs> fucking mall. crank as fast as possible. <laughs> Space crank. Doing some fucking Blade Runner 2049 shit, like the real stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or fucking. Uh, <laughs> Whatever the what's the name of the drug in dread that like slows oh, down yeah. slow mo? Oh, was it doing slow mo? Oh, yeah, I like that she goes and they're like they're about to take off, and then they're like, all right, we're just gonna do a routine check, and she's like, oh, of what? And they're like, oh, well, just you know, you can't bring any you know foreign objects into space. And she's like, I thought we were gonna go from like a special facility. That you didn't have. Um, oh, mom, I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, Furmosh. <laughs> Could I mean, you just uh, leave my stuff alone? Penny full of grace. It's her in the, it's her in the hollow tube, man, or the, the cryo tube. Oh, you can't, oh, I, I can't go in the cryo tube. I can't, I can't get this, this that cold. <laughs> the temperature is very important right now. Oh, shit. And then they freeze her and the fucking baggie pops and she dies sleeping. Danger, Penny. You're... you're <laughs> You're in real danger. That shit's gonna not you're not gonna come down for years. Danger. It's gonna pop. <laughs> danger, Penny Robinson. The balloon in your ass is gonna blow. Oh, the ass. <laughs> we didn't need to say it. <laughs> well, it's either in that yeah, hole yeah, or yeah. down your pie hole, man. <laughs> Andrew cleaned that joke up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's her deal. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. But we also kind of find out that um, uh, William Hurt is kind of an aloof dad. You know what I mean? He's he's busy saving the world. Yeah. So like uh, Mimi Rogers kind of calls and complains, which is her entire role in this she, movie is to complain and wag that finger. Waste her like so much in this movie. So she calls, complains, and at this point, uh, there's a bad press conference. You find out the original pilot has the flu. They call in Matt LeBlanc. And this is actually another cameo. The guy who played Major West is the general yep. here. Yep. And then yep. this is the other guy. And they're just talking about he's now, he was actually murdered in his sleep, probably by a fucking mutant suicide squad. By the way, <laughs> any and all squads of mutants are mutant suicide squads. I mean, you're a mutant. You want to fucking put it down. You know what I, I mean? I like, think yeah. Gary Oldman killed him, didn't he? Oh, right. It's okay. like, yeah, yeah, whatever, like the, the, Corrupt task force that Gary Oldman is working for. The sedition, my friend. Oh, right. Excuse me. I forgot because it's never mentioned once you you get past like minute 10 of this movie. It's one of those things where you, they were clearly like trying to make it sound really bureaucratic and like Mm -hmm. take that hit against them. Yeah. But I also just forget what it's called. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like the Borg, I remember. The, you know, Lizard Falls, I'll remember. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy because it's. Arguably done better than the Phantom Menace. It's the yep. same, the Federation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally is. But they just, it, 
they're not concerning themselves with it for the rest of the movie. Right, right. And, you know, so now, uh, very reluctantly, Matt LeBlanc is on here. He meets Heather Graham, who is Judy, uh, Judy Robinson. He hits on her immediately, very grossly. Mm, in front of she's, her she's like, she's, Yeah, she's like the, which is his move, by the way. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she's like the doc, she's the doctor on the ship, and she's like, you know, how much do you weigh? And he's like, I'll let you know my dimensions over dinner. And then she's like, no thanks, walks away, and he goes to Will Robinson, or, or Dad Robinson there. Right, yeah. And pa, he's like, old Pa Robinson. <laughs> and he's like, that's a cold fish I'd like to thaw. I'm like, cold fish? Is that from the original show? I'm going to SeaWorld. <laughs> cold fish. I don't know what the uh, levels of sexual tension were on that 1960s <laughs> That's television a really good show. Question. <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I didn't get the temperature in the room. And then she like reveals that she's his daughter, and he's like, whoops. It's kind of great. It's actually like a yeah. pretty entertaining Heather Graham burn because yeah. she goes back over and she's like, oh, I got to do such and such tonight. I'm not going to be home for dinner. Dad, yeah, slam, and he, as Matt LeBlanc's penis fucking goes inside him, <laughs> he's so fucking humiliated. It's great. <laughs> Finally, my daughter revealed herself. I'm surprised we didn't get a shot of like Will, Will, and Mimi Rogers just sitting alone eating this dinner while all these <laughs> other people are like, "Fuck the last night on Earth." <laughs> yep. No. When he comes home on that dinner table. It's a feast. It's a feast. <laughs> There's a fucking cake with a rocket ship. There's a full <laughs> uneaten turkey. And then there's a pile of space spinach or something. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I think they did one of those things. I don't know what they're called, but it's like when you put ribs like in a circle or something. You know what I'm talking It's like one of those roasts, like a big fancy thing. A blooming the- onion, you're thinking of? <laughs> no. Blooming you know beef? What? You're right. I was thinking of a blooming <laughs> onion. <laughs> No, it's some sort of thing where like the meat is sort of stacked up. It sort of I looks like I a know meat volcano. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. One of those like real fancy ass meat dishes, mm-hmm. and it's just there. It's also clearly plastic. I mean, <laughs> but I'm with Lacey Chabert here, man. Look, I'm gonna be stuck on a fucking spaceship with my fucking family, and we didn't even think about anything else. So yeah, I'm gonna go do horse with my friends. But, but here's the thing: is like if all goes according to plan with this, it's gonna take. Not a long time for this to happen. That's right. Because right? what they're doing is... Uh, well, it's it's just that it's a cryosleep thing. Uh-huh. They're going to go through like this big wormhole like hyperdrive thing that William Hurt invented. Yeah. They're going to be in cryosleep for it for 10 years. They won't feel a thing. And when they get to the other side, they're going to be at this new planet. They're going to open the other side of this gate that they have to install. Sounds like a Stargate. Sounds like a Stargate situation big time. They, they uh, can do all the horse they want. <laughs> So like Her she's dealer comes first. <laughs> like who's on, who's who's on the other side of that thing? She's complaining about this, but the whole like thing. I mean, the way they make it sound, at least at the beginning of this, is like a long weekend. Total tops a long weekend. <laughs> okay, like Columbus Day weekend. <laughs> like that's all. You just go when everybody's got the Monday off. You do this little thing, you know. And yes. Back on Earth, ten years will pass, and sure. that's whatever. But like, but then all of her friends have cleaned by at this point. Now right. who's held in what? Is they my all question. went to rehab, and they, she doesn't know whose stash is left. <laughs> exactly. Oh, fuck, you're totally right. All right, so she has every right to be uh, upset about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, Dad, uh, like, what's like? I'm interested in chemistry. Like, how long do certain um, <laughs> crystals and substances like do they deteriorate or?" Like how can I put it like in a refrigerator? Like let's say it was uh, some crystals that I boiled down from like a nasal decongestant. <laughs> Do you know if any of the space grocers still have Sudafed? <laughs> space grocers. <laughs> hey Dad, on this new planet that we're going to colonize, what's the drug policy? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Just out of curiosity. 
Yeah, no, I am sweating again. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. So the Stargate's open. Awesome. Uh. What about uh? So uh, eight ball. He's he's dead. Okay, he's dead. All right. <laughs> oh, poor eight ball. <laughs> uh. What about uh? uh Shaky Pete. No, Shaky Pete's done. Like the first thing that comes through is like just some guy. You're like, who's this? It was like, no, it's my friend Lenny. No, it's fine. I called. Him. <laughs> no, I asked him to come. Don't worry, he's cool. He's cool, Dad. You'll like him. Lenny, come here, Lenny. <laughs> the first in line. Don't, Lenny, I'm gonna see you. So come see my bedroom. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. Him scratching his arm. Don't worry about that. That's just a. That's a thing. Dad, you should fix that. The portal makes people itchy. <laughs> Yo, man, you got anything? Well, you're a doctor now. <laughs> are you like a cool doctor? No. <laughs> How loose are you with that pad? <laughs> Get some fan, huh? Fan. <laughs> so, uh, moving along, we meet Gary Oldman, who's got a fucking ham sandwich in his mouth Yo, the, the entire movie. The whole time. Oh my, he comes out, like you first see him on camera, he's like, mm, what's that? Oh, we're starting. <laughs> well, it doesn't, you don't, you, he, you hear, I'm sure it was a dub because it doesn't even sound like him, but it leads into another scene of him where it's just like, where's my money? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh, ew, it's bad, man. I mean, he's having too much fun with this movie. That scene's on a holodeck situation, but the, they chose to meet in a desert? Yeah, yeah that's weird. <laughs> Did somebody just see Casino and thought that'd be cool? <laughs> what the hell's going on? And so it's, yeah, Gary Oldman is the villainous Dr. Smith, uh, and he's a traitor to uh, the cause, I guess. Sure. Um, so it's like, all right, you're going to, like, fuck with this ship so it fails, mm. And then we're going to go there. Like, basically, like, the opposition force wants to go and colonize this planet before whatever this global alliance, whatever the fuck. Exactly. And and in case you couldn't read this, there's literally a line where they say, it looks like the Cold War is going to get a little hotter. It's 1998! (laughs) Jesus! Well, to be fair, it's 2058. Jesus! Um, So... Yeah, so he's like he fucks with the robot. He he, hack, he hacks the robot yeah. to kill the family, destroy the ship, and really just fuck the whole thing up. But this is what I don't understand about their plan because like this global sedition still wants to colonize this Alpha Prime planet, this like Earth Two sure. situation. But if they blow up the Jupiter Two, which is the ship that they're all on and sure. everything, then they lose William Hurt's hyperdrive and the whole thing. So it's they're not going to be able to get to the planet to colonize it in the first place. Maybe there's another ship that they have, question mark, Oh, maybe? that could be. Oh, it's like uh, how uh, Mickey Rourke in Iron Man 2, like, his dad's technology was stolen by Howard Stark. Yes. It's kind of like that, like feuding factions of hyperdrive. Or I was thinking yeah. of John Hurt at the end of uh, a Contact where he's got the other ship. Want to oh, go for a ride? Oh, God nice. damn it. So uh, I got these videos of Hitler. <laughs> so they are. Uh, uh, Doctor Smith hacks this robot. The robot, by the way, it's very nice that they uh, gave the original voice actor the voice the, the voice again. Sure, but this robot just sounds like a, a crotchety old man. It sounds like <laughs> it's just like hey, he's, he's seventy two years young. This guy is. Oh, was that right? Yes, when it, when and he, he's a danger. Will Robinson danger? <laughs> <laughs> Danger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Danger. <laughs> Will Robinson. Rosabin? Rodison. Robin Robinson. Danger, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Danger, Bill Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, 
when that girl comes in, I need I need some more medicine. I need something. I need I need I need I need, I need my tea. Thanks so much. <laughs> danger, Will Robinson. Danger, danger. Danger. Yeah, it's a, it's a sweet thing. I guess the whole thing was like, this is great. They tried to give like everybody, yeah, uh, like a cameo in it, just to like you know, hey, look, yeah. it's whatever. And then was it the dude who originally played Doctor Smith? Yes, they were like, oh, you could have a walk on as whatever, and he was like, no, 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 I don't do walk ons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Either I have roles or I don't play. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you How live about in a car. That? <laughs> you don't play. <laughs> Yes, I'll be in Sarasota this week at another comic book convention. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Come I mean, on. I mean, but maybe he read the gorilla tits scene and was like, you know, if, they, if you're doing that to June, maybe I'm out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, if they could do that to the sweet June Lockhart, what would they do to poor old me? <laughs> I just also remembered another huge uh, remake is The Fugitive. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's oh, very true. Yes. Yeah. And they didn't have to fucking cherry pick all those old guys to bring back. <laughs> like, I don't know why they. Yes, yeah. The Fugitive was massively successful and right. required no bringing back. We didn't have, old... like, any of those guys just wearing ATF jackets in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, but nobody's doing a podcast on it. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, old, the old Russian lady, maybe she was in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, so, yeah, we, we finally, 25 minutes later, we get in a spaceship, and now we're getting get lost in space. Everybody goes. The the space exploration outfits are a bit much for the it's, ladies. Oh, the tit suits. The tit suits. These yes. are some tit suits with varying cup sizes that appear to be quite precise. It's just like for what? I mean, I guess it's because 1998 and Batman and Robin, Batman Forever came out. We like nipples there. Batman and Robin was had just come out. Like they probably like had parallel paths. Like well, we got to get nipples. We got to we got to got to show those honkers. <laughs> Give those girls the Alicia Silverstone. Do I, it now. I guess so. I don't know why. This is a family film. And these what? outfits, like Mimi Rogers, like, holy shit, what am I watching right now? It's kind of outrageous. Mm-hmm. It's kind of really outrageous. Well, and then it's weird. There's a great, like, Matt LeBlanc suit is like, he's kind of got like some like pec space. Sure. But then they're definitely also accommodating for a gut of some kind. You notice <laughs> yeah. this? He's got this ill fitting leather suit. And of all things, I was like, Matt LeBlanc, he made his bones wearing a leather jacket. That's how he appeared on TV. That's how I know him. Like, of all times, this is the third time I've seen him in a leather jacket and it doesn't fit. <laughs> it's very disconcerting. It's weird. I was like, does is this like sexy space pilot just supposed to have this rotten beer gut? Like, I, <laughs> I guess maybe it was the well, guys that he's filling in for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's filling in for Robert Costanza, just a big, <laughs> big heavy dude. Uh, so they, yeah, they're all dressed very sexily. They get into cryo tubes, and like Matt LeBlanc is very not into this mission. He's like, "Well, I guess all the kids are tucked in, and we're going on the family picnic, the camper, or whatever nonsense." Well, what he says to Heather Graham here before they blast off, he goes, uh, "Is oh, there Jesus. room in these tubes for two? You stop the first mission to yes. colonize the next fucking world." <laughs> Put the dick down, dude. Jesus, every exchange is a passive aggressive. I want to fuck you. Yeah, and I mean, like the the world is dying. Like the world is very close to dying. Twenty He's years. Very aware. Yeah, twenty years. We're dead. There's a great uh, thing. That seems like an optimistic estimate at this point. Yeah, yeah big time. Uh, there's a great thing when Matt LeBlanc is being assigned the mission and he like doesn't want to do it. And they're like, well, we need to go do this. And he's like, oh, yeah, your new planet, Hocus Pocus or whatever. He's like, we're going to fix the world's problems with that recycling program. (laughs) And then the other dude is like, "Uh, hey, 
that's just like a bullshit cover. <laughs> that that's not gonna work. Like we started those efforts way too late. Oh, so it's like Infowars recycling is fake. Yeah, no, yep. that's basically what this movie says is recycling is fake. <laughs> it didn't help save the planet in this instance. That's sad. It is pretty sad. But yet, to Kevin's point, like, wait till you get to the planet to try the fucking. And, like, light, maybe start with light flirting. Like, oh, cool, you know, what's, what's your, you know, oh, that's a, that's a cool sticker well, of that band that it, we both like. Let's nice start there. Suit, nice tits suit. <laughs> well, yeah, don't start with the tits suit. Also, it's disconcerting. The, I mean, the idea that he's like, hey, maybe I'll impregnate you, and then you'll be in cryogenic for 10 years. And then, <laughs> then no human being knows what's going to come out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's actually terrifying. If you went into cryosleep pregnant? Yeah, she could be like a fly person. <laughs> like a baby, half baby, half Heather well, Graham. No, this is the beginning of the thing. I think that's and also they fall possible. from space, and then that's the beginning of the thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lisa Chip bears in the background, let's fucking go already! <laughs> We're supposed to leave. We're supposed to leave. We got to get that gate up. We got to get the gate up. I just want to get the gate up. I'm drying out. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, somebody put me to sleep, because I, I, this thing is going to crash any minute did, now. Did anybody this thing see- is me. <laughs> did anybody see? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My galactic methadone. Is- where, where is it? Where, where the fuck is it? Where the fuck is it? Galactic methadone. <laughs> So uh, they go and they all go to sleep. And then Matt LeBlanc puts himself. To sleep. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, after uh, before they take off, Doctor Smith is like, "Oh, I, I, you know, it's Gary." He's like, "Oh, I stole. I, 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 I hacked that robot. Now give me all my money." And he gets shocked by like this tricorder thing that he's got. There's there's some dude who I thought for certain was going to come back into this nope, movie. No. He's Yo, like, sp- Gary Oldman's like ca- crawling through vents like yes. fucking die hard because <laughs> he sneaks on the ship to manipulate the robot. It says like 16 hours into the mission, you're going to kill the Robinson family. Yeah. Like That's the thing. And he's like, all right, I did it. Great. Mm-hmm. And he's getting back out. And then this hologram comes out of nowhere and this dude's just like, oh, hey, by the way, hang out. Uh, you feel that? And Gary Oldman's like, what? And then he just gets electrocuted and passes out. So he's stuck, like, stowing away on the spaceship. That was supposed to be the original Dr. Smith. And that would have been fine. You know what? That would have been fine for that guy. Yep. Nope. Nope. But get him out of the fucking Coral Springs comic book convention. <laughs> but I don't know why this movie had to be a checklist. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it... If if they went in being like, you're only going to see this character once, mm-hmm. and it's going to be this thing... I mean, it, it's like, it's like, like checking up on your relatives or something. It's yeah. like, oh, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Aunt Glory for a while. I gotta stop by. Well, I feel like that all of these movies kind of did that. There was yeah. always like the, the nod, nod yeah. to, to whatever. I, but I feel like, except for the successful ones. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Like Martin Landau wasn't in Mission Impossible. He no. went to the premiere, though. You ever see that video? No. Oh, it's my favorite, especially because now she's rotten garbage. Okay. There's a there's a, a clip. Uh, I don't know if it's on YouTube or not, but at the premiere of the first Mission Impossible movie, that fucking rancid human trash pile, Kennedy. Oh, right. Is on the red carpet doing her Kennedy VJ bit. Mm-hmm. And Martin Landau walks up and she's like, oh, look, it's an old guy. What are you doing here? And Martin Landau's like, uh, I was in the television <laughs> show. And she's like, what? And Martin Landau goes off on her about like, 
you're a journalist. You're interviewing people about coming to this movie. You should know your stuff. How could uh, you be so ill prepared on television? Oh, it's I like awesome. that. She Back starts, to you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> she starts crying, but it's because Joy, because somebody finally called her a journalist. <laughs> Zing. Yep. Uh, yeah, so the the cryo sleep thing happens. They launch off. The robot breaks out, and Gary Oldman like wakes up, like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like running around trying to deactivate this robot, and it is all for naught. He starts, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kill the Robinsons. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Here comes trouble. He's in full Gordon trying to drive the Batmobile mode in this yeah. scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to save him. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, this, this robot starts, like, laying waste to this spaceship. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, fucking up all the pots. And here's the thing, though. I'm trying to remember... Is it Prometheus? There's something, a more recent movie where it's like, oh, a bunch of people died in these things. Yeah, that's, oh, that's uh, Alien not Covenant. Prometheus. Covenant, yes. They Covenant all blow up. James Franco dies in the beginning. He cooks up like a sausage. It's like, also um, Civil War. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the other, the, the Winter Soldiers are yeah, all dead, yeah. too. I was like, if you, like, futz with these things... You don't just, like, unfreeze and wake up. Like, these people should be dead. <laughs> yeah. They should be dead. Dead. And also program the robot to be more not start put him on two like maybe he's like all right now I'm gonna go and press this button and act and just kill them that's easy and like and hack into the computer don't start blowing shit up dude yeah, there's no need that's what I don't understand go up with your little robot drill hand <laughs> yeah. and like get into each one of their foreheads very <laughs> quietly and gently now, or this press robot the- goes nuts <laughs> <laughs> it's does. zipping and zapping everything just hit the like the the air button and like I'm a robot I don't need air goodbye everybody how about, how about just turn it off <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Isn't there a plug somewhere? Like, <laughs> and like, just blowing shit up for what? It's like 4th of July, and everybody's getting zapped, and there's no skeleton zaps. And I was helping, I wanted yeah. one so bad. Oh, yeah, like a nice, like, Mars Attacks type yeah, skeleton yeah, zap. Yeah, you totally. This, yeah. You need, like, a sixth guy that gets a eating it like and, and here's yes. ted who's gonna be like well, matt leblanc's co-captain and oh, is like good point. zapped yeah, yeah you'd, you'd think the, the the first mission to the new world might have more than matt leblanc <laughs> flying the fucking ship that's the other thing too like there should be like 30 people on this ship exactly yep for and a lot of reasons and two of them shouldn't be kids <laughs> yes <laughs> Dude, this because like yeah. it happens multiple times. Sixty percent of the ca- of the of this crew is fucking less than eighteen years old. It's insane. Like, there's parts where like Heather Graham's like, "Hey, uh, Lacey Chabert, fucking mount the torpedoes." I was like, "What the fuck? She's fifteen. <laughs> She's fucking mounting anything but her vlog that she has." Steve, did you notice these are uh, chopping mall rules? What do you mean? Because the uh, the robot has quips. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So fine. Everybody wakes up totally fine. Totally whack it fresh. Let's go. Let's no. do it. Let's fight this fucking robot. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I think it's John, I think it's John, uh, John Robinson uh, is the one who like hits it or something. Yeah. He's like, that was a mistake. Oh, that's right. Oh, like, yeah. That's what? dumb. Don't fucking tell you're me. You're making me remember my father. The, you're making me remember the big one. That's a big mistake. <laughs> 
oh, fuck, this robot starts having flashbacks. <laughs> He's an older gentleman. Maybe they just caught that because somebody brought the guy the wrong scotch or something. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> oh, use it. We're going to keep that. Um, but not everybody wakes up. So they, they do. Uh, Dr. Smith deactivates the robot. Uh, but uh-oh, Heather Graham is like stuck in her tube and can't get out. Yeah. And like we're trying to break her out, and like uh, uh, Matt LeBlanc really quickly realizes that Gary Oldman's the bad guy. He's about to kill him, and he's like, "But do you want to save her?" And it's like, "I'm One the only man who can." Another. Yeah. Oh boy, he's loving it. This is also, I feel, this uh, <clears throat> this opposition forces big mistake here because all Matt LeBlanc has to do is look at Gary Oldman's hand, and yeah. he's got like the fucking burn on it, and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> Well, that's just that's the symbol of those dudes. You're clearly evil. Like, yeah. either don't let them do that to you if you're going to be a turncoat, or how about put a glove on? <laughs> yeah, like he just has to look and he's like, oh, well, you're clearly part of the opposition party. Just be like, oh, dude, I, I got shit hammered last night. I can't believe where are we? Oh my god, really? <laughs> oh man, I what a mistake. I what would a love mistake. that he passed out drunk. That's the excuse. Mm-hmm, that that's, that'd be my move. <laughs> they also like just to press the evil. Like they low key essentially. Press the idea that uh, Oldman is a pedophile, like because yeah. like the, what the girl like. First of all, we'll get into the grooming thing at the end. <laughs> grooming, yeah, there is some grooming going. <laughs> oh on. yeah, actually, yeah. And but when uh, what's her name, Lacey, is trying to get Heather Graham out, yeah. he keeps on going, "My precious." Oh for yeah, what? for no reason. There's yeah. no reason for it. Yeah, yeah. well, I He's mean, just Dr. like Doctor Smith was always a creep. Do. That was that was like the joke of the original series was he was a pedophile, right? Not the joke, but the, the joke. <laughs> like, no, I mean, like the post, the quote unquote postmodern, like yeah. Shaggy was always getting high yep. in, in Scooby yeah, yeah, Doo. Yeah. Dr. Smith was a pedophile. Like, those exactly are the right. things we all say. Exactly right. Mrs. Poole was a serial killer. <laughs> I'm going to say, wait, this, maybe not. Maybe not. I'm going to say this. They maybe should have left that one in the bin. Yes, maybe, I, I agree. Maybe that. So uh, they, they bring Heather Graham. This is the first of three times Heather Graham dies in this movie. <laughs> Anyone else get a death count on her? Because she dies here yeah. after Reviver. Yep. And then she dies two more times in this film. Well, she, okay. Well, we'll count them down when okay, we get so to them. Because I, I, I only got two in my head. So right she now. dies here, right? And they yeah. have to, like, they're, they're trying to do the. This is a medical death. They're, like, resuscitating her and stuff. Cool visual effect here. I will give what, this wait, movie. What? I know. I was like, ta, 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 ta. When she's on the medical bay mm. thing, they bring down like yeah, an exact I like, I like, that. like oh, medical yeah. like hologram of her, and you can see what's going on. And then the laser mm-hmm. is like just knows where to focus its its power beam uh-huh. to like do basically like the paddles like clear kind of a thing. So yeah. it was like, oh, future resuscitation and, technology. That's not bad. And then they rub that completely <laughs> out by doing this fucking freeze thing. Oh yeah, man. The three the 360 were all oh. like frozen in time. No, nah, man, look. Penny's doing slow-mo. That's what's going on. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, my sister's going down, man. This is a bad <laughs> time for me. Oh, I guess I am just writing Penny Vision, the episode of Intervention with Penny. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. In this bird, you cannot change. (laughs) I want my money for that trip. You're supposed to pay me. No, now. This is Penny Vision. Penny has small bottles of alcohol hidden all around this spaceship. (laughs) She has them in the robot. Fuck you, Grandma. (laughs) Yep, this is my morning. This is what I do before I go to work. I usually have (laughs) one on the train. (laughs) And, um... I'll stuff them in the bathroom. I... 
at my desk. I'm really lucky my cubicle's right next to the bathroom. Usually by lunch, I've had five or six gin and tonics. <laughs> Life after Lost in Space. Oh, yeah, man. After the colonization, man? Yep. You come down, it's, an, it's not that exciting. At the same time all of this crazy medical alert shit is happening, the spaceship is getting sucked into the gravitational pull of the sun, by That's the way. That's a mistake. Yeah. That's a big problem. Mm-hmm. That's a huge problem, it turns out. <laughs> and Matt LeBlanc's solution is like, hey, you know what? Ramming speed to the sun. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Well, because like th- in this world, like if you're doing hyperspace, you're actually going into, you're, you're not going the speed of light. Like you go into a kind of a different dimension, sort of. Yes, yeah, so of- that's sort of what I was getting from their bullshit, loose bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. sort of bullshit. gate between stars. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, oh, if we go through the sun, we'll make it. You know, it's like, I guess it's like if you put a lighter and you put your finger through it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. so William Hurt's whole <laughs> yeah. thing. It being the sun. It's exactly the same as thermal labs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I kind of feel like once you see the sun and you're in the gravitational thing, you're you're a puddle of nothing. Yeah. You're a puddle in space. Yes. It's puddle of mud. <laughs> yeah. Because if you put your palm over a lighter, it's not like, oh, that's just fine. Yeah. That, exactly. That's cool. I'll just move that forever. Well, it's one of those things like before you see it, you're already dead. Exactly. <laughs> it should be like, that. We're in the gravitational pull of the sun. Oh, by the way, I'm telling you this in heaven because <laughs> we're all dead. We've all been long dead. And so, you know, Matt LeBlanc says, hey, why don't we activate your hyperdrive thing? And William Hurt again reminds the audience that if you activate this hyperdrive <sighs> without the Stargate ends connected, You'll just land anywhere in the universe, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So and, we like, sh- and may I remind you, if I press this button, we may get lost in space. <laughs> and, but you also, we 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 didn't bring up. Um, oh, right. uh, little Will has created a lava lamp. I mean, time machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it, it's it's in the you know first stages. Nothing nothing perfect yet, mm-hmm. but like it might it might come back. It might come up. Wink. <laughs> this kid, by the way, went to the Jake Lloyd School of Acting, man. This kid is terrible. Jake Lloyd well, School of Mouth Breathing. Jake Lloyd looks like Olivier after this show. <laughs> oh, wow. This kid's career was totally duped by the kid who was the little brother on Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, and I I was thinking this was him I for the whole time. And you know what I was messing it up with? What's that? Unfaithful. Oh. For no fucking reason. He's the, the kid in Unfaithful. The Richard Gere, Diane yes. Lane sex rom? That was made many years after this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Is uh, is that weird looking kid on that show, The Middle? Is that him or is that no, another, di- weird no, no, another weird looking another kid? Weird Jesus kid. Lord. Well, I mean, he's not a vampire. The show's 20 years after Malcolm and the Middle. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. Put a cap on these weirdos, though. Jesus. <laughs> so we go through the sun. Um, Heather Cue Van- the sun. Um, oh, wrong movie. And they want now they're lost in space. They're mm-hmm. they're lost in space. Finally, um, <laughs> finally, we're lost in space. <laughs> and uh, William Hurt now the second time in the movie when someone should kill Gary Oldman. Yep, uh, he runs. He strangles Gary Oldman because not only has Gary Oldman a tried to kill his entire family, b killed his daughter who was only luckily revived, and c he's doomed the human race. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. the entire human race is yep. now doomed. Mm-hmm. I think that's justifiable. I'd be pretty miffed. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't believe in the death penalty, but doom the human race, different story. Mm, sure. 
Uh, and it's actually kind of great because you get like a couple seconds here of William Hurt like manhandling Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. It's not half bad. <laughs> and he's like strangling. Like, Can you do it? Can you do it, Doctor? Can you kill the man without becoming the monster? Right. Oh, yeah. And we're reminded several times in this movie that Gary Oldman himself knows that he's a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just keeps saying, oh, and by the way, I'm a monster. I'm a monster. Oh, I'm a monster. You could definitely get away with killing him, but like it would have to be like the deaths in silence. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't be like this quick, here's a little injection in your arm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The, everybody has to see it. <laughs> oh, just like decapitate him in the Times Square. Or just put him on a square. cross right in front of the Pacific Ocean. Oh, and just let the tide come in? That's a great you're execution. Over. That was fine. my. Of all the executions in Martin Scorsese's silence, that was my fave. Yeah, it was up there. Letting the tide come in on those crucified I, I, dudes. I have, I have a full ranking. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> but his punishment is to be exiled to the bar. <laughs> yeah, he gets locked in the bar. Pretty great. Wait, he throws a temper tantrum. Yes, he does. And it's he smashes everything that could be helpful. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anybody else noticed it, and it's so specific, but, but I... There's shit on the wall. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, thank really? God. oh my God! Oh, thank thank you. God. What is this like? Quills? <laughs> it looks like he's <laughs> there's shit all over the wall. Because it's like you don't see him messing up the space right. right i don't know if it's a bar or it's like yeah. a lab or whatever but he's like like having a temper tantrum and shit's breaking you hear all this stuff and then another character goes in in like the next scene and if you just look in the background there's yep. like shit all over the wall and i was like <laughs> what the fuck was he doing this guy's really upset maybe he was yelling for toilet paper and they wouldn't give it to him <laughs> i think that's that's the expression i'm so mad i could shit <laughs> And then throw it all over the wall. He's acting like he was in solitary confinement for like 10 years or something. <laughs> yeah. It's been yeah. 15 minutes. <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you brought that up. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Such a relief. So they wind up, uh, like, they're, they're kind of, they're now they're like, oh, what are we going to do here? We kind of, right. it's one of these things where, like, I kind of need to know what the layout of the ship is. Yeah. I need to know, like, how much food do we have for this many years? Like, we only have enough food for this many days or this many years or well, whatever there's, that There's number. never a question of, like, can we survive? Yeah. yeah they don't even bother. It's, it's just like, well, we got to keep going. Well, you're just jumping from emergency to emergency. Yes. Because yeah. as soon as you mm-hmm. jump, make this jump, they find the space station. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So this. The, uh, they're on the. Are they? I'm sorry. Are they on the snow planet yet, though? No, no. Because no, first, okay, so they find this this ship, the Proteus, mm-hmm. is what it's called. So they we got to spend fucking twenty minutes boarding this thing to check out this ghost ship. All right, good idea. Let's. Um. All right. So now we are insisting on keeping this genocidal maniac alive. <laughs> uh, let's go to this dangerous area. We don't know where it's gonna go. Let's uh-huh. bring him along. Let's. Mm-hmm. Uh, me. How about you, me, my daughter, and uh, this guy? And uh, it's such garbage because Matt LeBlanc's like, oh yeah, you just tried to kill the whole human race. I'm not letting you out of my sight. And I was like, lock him back up in the fucking kitchen. Yes. Also, he lets him out of his sight all the time. Constantly. <laughs> Absolutely. Constantly. Like, <laughs> immediately. As soon as they get on the ship, they're like, okay, you stay with the robot mm-hmm. who's the kid. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, the, right. the kid reprograms the robot. And now he's got like this VR suit that makes him be the robot. Yeah, it's sort of like Pacific Rim. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you something? Because when we find out he reprogrammed it, what happens here? Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, I'm against hitting kids 100%. (laughs) Let me just say that first. Thank you very much. But. But. He, the kid, (laughs) takes the robot and says, uh, kill the Robinson fan. Like, as a prank oh right as a prank for his father who just lived through almost death oh just that's doesn't, right you know what the kid's getting beaten i'm sorry like 
Or at least like a glare, like a real bad glare. William Hurt barely reacts. He's like, oh, it's nice. you again. But also, like, I'd throw him in the room with Oldman. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to get in that fucking shit cage. <laughs> Go clean the shit off the walls. <laughs> Dude, he's punishment. Dude. You're going to clean a grown man's shit off the wall. Fucking kidding me? But also, like, yeah, I mean, like, this robot is an accomplice in the destruction of the human race. Oh, that's not the robot's fault, though, man. He yeah, was, he was reprogrammed. He was brainwashed, almost. But I don't I trust say. this little turd. Like, you sure he got all the evil out of this thing? I, I, yeah. That's actually true. Uh, so they're aboard the ship and they're like looking around. It's like, here, and- Dad, the safety's on. Like, put that down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how that works. <laughs> uh, and they're walking around. They find like a big terrarium. This. <laughs> Why are their helmets all different? Did anyone else? Like, yeah. Why are there different? There should be one helmet, and that's the end of it. Yeah, there's no consistency to anything in the design of this movie. They've got, like, uh, some of them have, like, fishbowl helmets. Matt LeBlanc has this fucking Roman centurion helmet. He, look, but he it looks like switches a, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it like goes what? from a clear thing to it, the robot It looks thing. like the star, how the Star-Lord helmet comes on. Yeah. Chris yeah. Pratt's head. It reminded me of Steel. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, it does look like Steel's helmet. Totally. Uh, and so they're, they're running around this thing. They're like, oh, what happened to this ship? And like, wow, it's really old. There's like all this space dust all over the place. Right, yeah. like, Steve's doing the finger move to look at the amount of dust on the wall. Yeah, it's improv classes, man. It's money well spent. <laughs> you, you saw what I was doing without me lifting it. Yeah. Uh, See, that's object work. <laughs> on podcasts? Question mark. Oh, man. That would be canceled instantly. <laughs> So, like, what's the point of this <laughs> iTunes review? Uh, they wind More up audio quality. <laughs> <laughs> they see all these weird little egg sacks all over. They're like, that's weird. They in find- science fiction, by the way, in any space travel, when you see an egg sack, get out, burn yep. it, yep, immediately, hundred yep. percent burn. Set a fire and leave. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> fire, fire solves everything. Yeah, you don't want to be Billy Crudup putting your whole fucking face in it. <laughs> I like Alien what? Covenant a lot. What's but- this? <laughs> yeah, what's he- this sloppy, disgusting thing in the middle of hell? Yeah, that's foolish. He's bobbing for apples in that movie. It makes no <laughs> sense. He's with the most dangerous man in the galaxy, and he's like, "Well, it's a- well, your surprise is right in this egg," and he's like, "Well, all right." <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> Keep them closed. No peeking. <laughs> oh, don't worry if it moves. <laughs> but so then, like, Matt LeBlanc at one point, like, spies something moving in the bushes or yeah. whatever. And he sort of, like, reaches oh, his Jesus. hand out. And I was like, huh. It looks like he just grabbed some very terribly rendered computer image. And sure enough, here comes this monkey that is, like, straight out of Donkey Kong Did country. Blorp? <laughs> Blorp is the name. Blarp. 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 It looks terrible. It is Conker's Adventures or fucking <laughs> it's, Crash Bandicoot Reject. It's the flying Microsoft logo. Like it's <laughs> it's not even that. It's it looks like the first test for Roger Rabbit. <laughs> they were like, oh, this doesn't work. <laughs> it was like it was like so bad it was scary. Yeah. Oh my it just it Maxwell has no- monkey. It has no dimension whatsoever with the rest of the movie. And it actually is useless. Like, this thing has no, much like many of the characters, has no arc whatsoever. Yeah, it doesn't pull a lever in the third act or anything. Yeah. That's what it has to it has do. To pull a lever. Right? It's, it it's like, we're all doomed. Mm-hmm. We're all stuck or like pinned Blarp, down. Push on the something. button, the red button. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now this is just a nod to the series, too. And I would have preferred the approach to the original Blarp, which yes. was just a monkey with a hat 
hat on. Yes. <laughs> this hat is fantastic. I think it's called Judy. The the the, the or Debbie is the uh, monkey in the original. Oh, is that right? Oh yeah. my God, we went from Debbie to Blarp. <laughs> God. But it's a monkey, and it's got like an it's like Spock ears, but it's like a monkey hat. It's like the big old like Russian like fur hats that you see people with, but, but then there's ears on top of that. You know, Debbie. But that's even a name. Like Blorp. It's like somebody burped in the writers' room. They're like, "Yeah, that's it." It's a, it's a nod to the original audio engineer, Debbie Blorp. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that, that, that's it. Oh man, you could have just said that totally straight face. I would have been like, "Well, well there you go." Yeah, yeah that, we, uh, that's you the bring mystery behind back. it. We had the monkey with the hat, but uh, it killed three people. <laughs> He's trying to get the hat on that monkey. The monkey. Yeah. It kept throwing shit at Matt LeBlanc. First, it killed one of them boondock saints. And then it killed uh, that Matthew Perry. Oh, right, because Sean Patrick Flannery was supposed to be this role. And they were like, you look too much like William Hurt, so you're fucking fired. And it's like, figure that shit out before you tell this dude he's going to be in a movie. Did you see my fucking headshot or what? Hi. Like... Fucking you! You called me. You <laughs> called me. Now I'm fired. Like what the fuck is your? Where do you get off? You fucking assholes at New Line Cinema. <laughs> fuck you, Bob Shay. Oh, that's you what... may be on top, but you're not gonna be on top for long. <laughs> Mark my words. I'm gonna be in body shots one day. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we go around. Um, we watch a video. It's like the la- the captain's log. William Hurt's able to jimmy it, and it's uh, Lenny James again, and he's like, oh. We're still looking for Matt LeBlanc. I'm not going to give up on him. You and know, he looks been... significantly older, too. Yes. And everyone's like, what? That's weird. And now the spiders come alive. And we can talk about oh, the spiders. Oh, my God. God. This movie should be called Lost in Spiders. There are so many. It's, a spi- <laughs> it's not a space movie. It's a spider movie. It's a movie about spiders. I think the whole spider thing, there's not anything to say. It's exactly <laughs> what you think. They run from them. Uh, they close a the door. The spiders get through the door. Yeah. They shoot them and they get. Sometimes they can kill them. Sometimes they can't. The one thing that you can say because it's a choice cut shitty Gary Oldman line is like when they walk into the ship, they notice what turns out to be like the spider entrance hole. Yeah. And it's just like this blue square. It's like fucking someone's slung blue uh, cum on the wall. Yeah. And then like Blarp is busy. <laughs> they look at it and they're Blarp. like, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, oh, look over here. And he's like, oh, just keep walking. We don't want to know what that is or something. To which Gary Oldman goes, trust me, Major. Evil knows evil. And I was like, what is evil about that blue stain? (laughs) What are you talking about? Oh, that is evil. I mean, it turned out he was right. But at the time, it's like, that's really dumb, dude. What a stupid thing. May I remind you, I'm a monster. Well, it's also like, oh, the drip, drip, drip of blood. (laughs) It's like, dude, Gary, just take it down. Just stop it. Fucking knock it off, Dracula. (laughs) You see what everybody else is doing in this movie? No one else is doing that. (laughs) Gary, you're ruining it for everyone. You know who would never do that? William fucking Hurt. (laughs) You piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. the temperature of the room. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's like showing up to this podcast with a bottle of whiskey. (laughs) Oh, you read the temperature of the room. So yeah, these things start attacking them. Of course, they're shooting them. The uh, the kid is uh, they, they're cutting back because the kid is the VR Pacific Rim, and he's like, yeah, he's like a big strong little robot boy. And <laughs> but they <laughs> big strong little robot boy. And mom used to call me. <laughs> and they keep cutting between him saying like, "Dad, the robots are behind you." Like. And but they cut to like the old man like Dad, we gotta go through here. Oh right, because then the robot just starts talking like the kid. Yeah. Oh stupid, Dad! Oh. 
Dad. <laughs> dad. Danger, Dad. Dad. Is there is there absinthe in this? It tastes delicious. Dad. The door. Dead, dead, dead. So yeah, they just like get chased out of the room by these things. They close the door. The robot sacrifices itself. I gotta see this robot go down. Yeah, it's like yep. we watch the kid kind of being like, no, no, no. Yeah, you no. need at least sparks coming out of the back of its neck. Or we something. get one quality arm fall off. Yeah, which wasn't half bad, but like again, to Steve's point, this robot almost brought about the end of humanity. I need to see it junked. <laughs> By these spiders just mm-hmm. torn asunder. Oh, and there's a big plot. Like, fuck, this hits like a sledgehammer later. But fucking uh, one of the fucking uh, spiders gets shot. And then all the other spiders start eating the spider. Oh, right. Oh, they eat their... They're wounded. That's oh, my a- God. I wonder if that's going to come back. Wow, what an evil thing to I do. I knew they did that. I knew that because I'm evil and so are they. <laughs> and, uh, I eat my wounded. And Willie, uh, Gary Ullman gets bit by a spider. And not only are these space spiders yeah. that can chew through metal and don't need to breathe, they're also werewolves. Are you that now he's a were spider the rest of the movie? Like, mm. okay. What do you okay. mean a were spider? Where do we see a full moon? Well, no, I mean, like, he, he, just by being bit, he will turn into a spider. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, much later, though. Much, much. Kind of like the fly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, it's, it's slowly, it's, like, it just, like... It's the like end of disease. this movie, man. So, uh, <laughs> they all get back on the ship, and yeah. uh, on their way out, uh, the spiders are chasing them even through space, and they're going to destroy their ship, so Matt LeBlanc decides to blow up the other ship. Which is the right move, and fucking, like, William Hurt is disgusted by this, and I was like, no, 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 and even, even uh, Matt LeBlanc is like, no. Your dad, William Hurd, who was a big like general in this space federation. Or there was. Whatever. Did anyone catch the name of the wars that they fought in? By the way, no. The Millennial Wars. Oh, oh shit! Everyone was looking the- at their phone the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the nine. The battle of the nine dollar cup of coffee. <laughs> the avocado toast affair. <laughs> But they are called the Millennial Wars. Uh-huh. That's not something I'm just shoehorning. Oh, no, that's pretty great. I totally missed that. Battle, guy avocado, like, oh, t- Battle of Avocado Coast. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, so, yeah, so uh, he blows it up. But in doing so, he, like, ruptures something, and the ship kind of starts to crash land. Right, so now we get on the Hoth ripoff. Good. This fucking is, finally. This crash everybody is, can start fucking. This crash reminds me of uh, Generations. Yes, oh, br- brace for impact. Yeah. The greatest line Jonathan Frakes has ever delivered in his career. All heads, brace for impact! I loved it. I, it's giving me fucking goose pimples right now. Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we crash on this planet, and it's like, all right, well, let's get out and see what's up. And they notice there's a bubble on this planet, and the kid is like, I think that's a time tunnel again. <laughs> Will you please listen to me about time travel? And they're like, shut up, turd! <laughs> And apparently, I've been reading Dianetics. <laughs> Zenu coming. There's a uh, there's some sort of like energy resource within this bubble, and they're like, oh, if we could get that energy and put it back in the old engine. Yeah. Basically, they ran out of gas and they can't get off the planet again. That's is a the shame, idea. And they're like, all right, well, we, if we get this shit, we can put it in there. We can get back, and maybe we won't be lost in space for too much time. But so this is when everybody starts to meet each yeah, other. Yeah, it sounds exactly like, oh, I ran out of gas in Lover's Lane. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's renewable gas over there that I put there. But, but for now, we're stuck. 
Oh, whatever shall yeah, we, we do? And so everybody everybody gets down. Everybody gets down. It's kind of great. It's a weird... It's actually convenient for getting down because mm-hmm. this planet is cold and the heat broke on the spaceship. Oh, nice. It's kind of convenient. And they mention that the planet is habitable by humans. They yep. say those words. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so it's like William Hurt uh, and Mimi Rogers are like pulling out this huge blanket. And this, this is... It, <laughs> This is a weird move because Mimi Rogers, like, they lay down in bed and William Hurt's like, we could have died today kind of a thing. And she's like, you know, I'm really glad to have the whole family under one roof. It's just unfortunate that it took, you know, this big tragedy mm-hmm. to happen. And then it's like, by the way, I'm horny as fuck. And, like, they just start fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yep. really weird. Seeing, seeing my child almost die always gets me going. Totally. I didn't know I had a space spider fetish, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> you never know until you try. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so th- they fuck. They fuck. And right as the fucking starts, we cut to like the outside of the spaceship and they have a fucking the Waltons joke. Yeah, it's a bad one. It's terrible where everybody's just saying goodnight to everybody. And then you just oh, hear, you hear a harmonica just like. <laughs> No, is there a harmonica? There's a harmonica because then Matt LeBlanc is like, "Oh, guys, yeah, like, yeah. he's like, are dis- you kidding or something?" He's yeah. disgusted by this this Waltons reference, and I was too. Oh, William you know Hurt, you haven't done that in years. Gener- <laughs> Generation oh, X Hurt. needed to end. That's right. Why. Gave gave me the old space harmonica. He did. <laughs> it's the, the noise she makes every time, boys. <laughs> this it's is just so Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> Comet ping pong pizza pedophile. <laughs> I'm crazy. And then she, and then that's when she, she comes in as the villain in the third act. <laughs> yeah, she's oh, a big man. spider lady. She's a spider queen. <laughs> what a what a casting misstep. Come that to a- me, my minions. <laughs> <laughs> you cut the her, the Roseanne spider open, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Better movie. Kind of a better, better movie, movie, sure. Uh, and a and bunch so of little John Goodman's eat her alive. There is a, oh, there is a weird scene where, and it happens, It's I don't know what this scene's doing in this movie. Uh, 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 Penny has her own little, we've kind of alluded to it, oh. a vlog. We'll Penny Vision. Penny Vision, where she's like, it's her, it's her diary. I wasn't sure if these are going anywhere, or maybe they're uh, maybe well, it's a YouTube channel. Or I what? was like, dude, is this a cam show? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are we doing? Do what is she getting tokens for this? <laughs> Chatterbait. I mean, I just no. Hang on a second. Justin just amazingly dropped. Give a penny, take a penny. Yeah. That's what this would be called. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, look, I anyone who's anyone who's watching these things should be on a fucking list. Um, that's also true. Uh, oh, yeah. Great outfit today, Penny. Oh, what a good outfit. Yeah. They smartly do not show the comments. Yeah. On <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know what the worst comic could be? Just the words upside down. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw that, it would be chilling. So, but she's like doing like Penny Vision. She meets the, the animal and then she bumps into uh, Matt LeBlanc. And, you know, she's like 16. She's like, he is majorly cute. And then he winks at her. And it's like, dude, nah, dude. <laughs> He's like, what is this doing in this movie? It, it's right after he gets shut down by her older sister. <laughs> yes. He's on the fucking prowl. Talk about a fucking werewolf in this movie. <laughs> Serious. He goes right there, and he and it's just like it's like you know two years isn't it's only it's only a fourth of how long you nothing but asleep. time. Countdown clock ticking. Oh, it, it was the late nineties. We loved that shit. <laughs> we just walked by and went tick tock. <laughs> ew ew. 
But that's what it is, too, because he's just like, he winks at her, and she's like, wow. Yeah, totally. Look at this hunk. No, but then he goes to Heather Graham, and he's like, he, he's like, he pretty much just pulls his dick out. He's, yeah, he's yeah. like, again, like, he's, this guy's got no time for, like, any kind of, like, let's build up. What is she like? Maybe I'll impress her with my knowledge. He's just like, you want to fuck or what? He says, my quarters are yours. Yes. Opening and- gambit. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, oh, you know, blah, 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 you you, you pig-headed buffoon. Well, and he's s- like, hey, man, we're the only two consenting adults on this oh, ship. And I'm like, Christ. the word consent, uh, or adults of consenting age. And the of consenting age means, yes, he's, he's, he's got the other one on ice. He's yep. figuring that out. Yep, no, exactly. And what's fucked up is, like, she totally thinks, Heather Graham, that it, like, Maybe he's coming around because this starts with like she's upset, yeah, and he's he tells this fucking dumbass thing about how like the constellations got started, yeah, Jesus. and he's like sailors out on the sea found familiar star clusters to remind them of. Okay, okay, can we just fuck? <laughs> well, that's what's great because, and then this was weird again. He's oh, like the constellation <laughs> of Porky Pig, right? And then she plays along and is like, "Oh, and here's the large bunny." bugs and they're yeah. like ha, ha 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 and for a split second she's like oh this guy might be somebody uh-huh. and then he's like now my quarters are yours <laughs> we made the little cute joke about yeah. constellations now let's get down to fucking mm-hmm. and it's kind of great because then she starts playing him and she's like how about you just fuck me right here on this table and he kind of looks around and he's like well i saw your parents pulling that huge blanket out so i think they're going <laughs> to sleep uh yeah sure let's fuck on this table and she does a classic Pour the water over his head gag. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Cool off, fly boy. That's how that works. <laughs> Get out of your cockpit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she, there's a, definitely a cockpit joke. And by she, the way, we could die in six hours. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, don't get it in my fucking hair. <laughs> hey, the human race is dead. I'm not going to be aroused today. But, okay, I, 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 for is. Lecherous as Matt LeBlanc is, yeah, sure. This portion of the movie to me is he's got the right idea. I'm this reminds me of like the ending of 28 Days Later, like where the focus is on repopulation, right? Something they mention it's habitable, Uh sure. If like if I was on this ship, I would just be like. Okay, who, how do we get this to go? How do we start doing something? And that's exactly why you don't have one of these missions where 99% of the crew is a fucking family. Yep, yeah. exactly. Because it's the, the math is tough. I've been trying to do it. Most people, <laughs> most, most people are going to go LeBlanc Graham, but that's a mistake. So, you, you know, I, I actually do LeBlanc Rogers. Right. Oh, I see. Graham Gary Oldman, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> I've been working on this. This all is day. an impressive chalkboard. I've worked. It's, it, the problem, your fundamental problem, is a lack of a non-Robertson uh, female, and that's that. You know, okay. Right. Limiting your pool. Okay. Blarp. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not everybody's. It's nobody's best guess. No, but I, you have to give it a shot. You don't know. No, then you get. Well, I guess no. You can't have Doctor Smith involved. He has to. He has to fuck Blarp then. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or not Doctor Smith. Doctor Robinson has to fuck Blarp. Yes, well, he takes a mulligan on the first round. Do you want round. the no, monkey no, no, to fuck her? No, he, takes, he gets a bye round. <laughs> okay. okay. But he does get first June Lockhart by. with a sexy body oh. to hold him over to second generation. <laughs> Got it. Well, they work on Blarp because Blarp is not necessarily a male. Mm. I think that some of the spikes on his back indicate. Oh, they call <laughs> yeah. her a she. She's, it's a female. Oh, it is, definitely. Female, I thought yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. I, knew, I knew that. <laughs> but 
I mean, so start working on Blarp. Yeah. <laughs> start. So I. What wrote, do you mean by working? I'm on? To, okay. You okay. just start. You slide the question in. It was just like that Robert Downey Senior story, man. You want the monkey to fuck her? Yeah. Uh huh. I'm running around trying to make sure everybody's comfortable. Okay. If they're like logistics, check. Lights, check. And then it's like, I'll get the rose, check. <laughs> but and, I'm and I'm giving Blarp sex lessons, and okay. then maybe by the next generation. Uh huh. Listen, it's not ideal, yeah. but this is my idea to keep this thing going. Well, if civilization looks like all of the duds in Alien Resurrection, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's just the world we're going to live in from now on. Just a bunch of eyeless <laughs> monsters running around. <laughs> just dragging themselves on the beach. Mm-hmm. Me. And me being like, I did it! <laughs> but to Justin's point, maybe in a thousand years, one of those things turns into something else. Who knows? I'm just saying... When you're going to have this we need to go to Earth 2 mission, nobody can be related on yes! this Yes! Yeah, you got to It's too much trouble. You, gotta well, don't wanna, you don't want to be doing this fuck math. Similar ages, too, probably. 40, honestly. 25-year-olds yeah, on a ship, and that's it. Yep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we would never take off. Um, so the next morning, it's like, all right, man, here's the mission. We got to go walk into this thing. It's basically like annihilation. We got <laughs> yeah, to walk the through the void. <laughs> Uh, to get this like energy source and bring it back to the ship. Well, so he, Matt LeBlanc and uh, it's a, it's well, a misogyn- Kurt Russell has to get back to his family. Right. <laughs> it's a misogynistic annihilation because all the men go through it and all the women have to wait. <laughs> That's true. They're all sitting around fixing the ship. They, they do the women for one scene. Yeah, the women do scene. absolutely nothing from here on to the end of the movie. They've yeah. not done much, but like you know. Uh, Mimi Rogers is shown to be like a tactician. Like she tells everybody to get their heads out. You know, you stop hosing down the 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 bay with testosterone, or I'm going to take command of this mission. She gives yeah. a good a good like I'm going to have the daughter like uh, certify you, and I'm going to take over if you don't stop arguing. Oh, that's right, because Heather yeah. Graham is the the ship's doctor. Yeah. so it's like you will be fucking bumped down so fast. That's it, and then she's out of the movie. Look, almost entirely out well, of the movie. Yeah. You would usually throw them at least one action scene where they get to do something. Exactly. But, like even when like Heather Graham is in the action scene, she's not doing anything. Like, what if there was some big like monster on this planet that sure. while the dudes are off going into the void like they get the ship gets attacked by this thing and they fucking murder it or like oh yeah like oh there's there's something else we need to fly the ship to a different part or what like something they're, they can do it's will smith and after earth like yeah. it's they're just there like talking back and forth on the radio with them right because then even will robinson and dr smith like sneak off the ship and follow the other two dudes into the void yeah it's just dudes only man so yeah uh, <laughs> uh hurt and leblanc go into the void they want to collect stuff, and uh, Will Robinson is just walking around with this gun, right? Which makes me <laughs> very uncomfortable. This gun Glock, yeah. <laughs> and like, it's a nice future uh, gun control moment, though, because only uh, me holding this gun can fire it. He says, "I was like RoboCop." Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like RoboCop, <laughs> it's a little kid RoboCop. But then instantly that all fails because Gary Oldman's like, "Hey, by the way." You know I'm a monster. I keep telling you, but I probably should have that gun to help you out because I'm a grown up. And he's like, "You got it." Yeah. And then he's like, "All right, gun, deactivate safety function <laughs> right away." There's no like, this- "Are you sure you want to do that?" Said the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> Danger! Hey, kid, that guy over there. I don't like it. I don't like it. Hey, I'm a gun now. <laughs> Hey, fella, stop that. Is that good enough? <laughs> any and all. 
any and all appliances are voiced by 70-year-old men. Yes, I'd love that. What a world. Uh, so they're walking through this Do you want to quit this program before saving or what? All your progress in the game is going to be lost. Okay, you asked for it. Deleted game. Turkey, hey, the turkey's burning. I'm a stove. The turkey's burning. Oh, the turkey's burning. It's an in-home. It's an in-home studio. Yeah, now, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. Everything is. You put too much fruit and yogurt in this blender. I'm a blender. Uh, danger! Oh, Tony's in here. Hey, hi, Tony. Hi, good boy. There you go. Is it the belly stick? Where were Robertson's? Bathrooms occupied. I'm a talking toilet. Hey, cars out of gas. I am yes now. I'm your car. Uh, so they're they're walking around and uh, they find like a piece of metal that says Jupiter Two, which is their spacecraft. What? And Matt LeBlanc is like, "Where the hell are we?" Yeah. To which <sighs> William Hurt steals a line from Doc Brown himself and says, "The question is, when in the hell are we?" <laughs> and you're like, "All right." And nobody explicitly is like, "Oh, fine, we accepted time travel." Yeah. They're just like, "Nah, that's still bullshit." And they're still walking through this this shimmer, and they walk by, <laughs> and you hear Lacey Chabert's voice, and it's like she's like she's saying something on repeat. It's like. My name's Penny. My name's Penny. It was a device that she had at the beginning of the movie where she was like recording herself, like making a list of things. Yes. And it's that. And it's on a grave of all three of them. <laughs> now that's the second death of Heather Graham. I see. There oh you go. <laughs> three deaths of Heather Graham. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of a weird moment because like Gary Oldman sees it and the kid's like, what's that, Dr. Smith? And he's like, uh, let's just keep moving. <laughs> it's definitely not your family's graveyard. Don't worry about that's that. That's a joke. I'm playing on it. <laughs> Ooh, I'm evil. <laughs> May I remind you, I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a tombstone. I'm gathering moss here. Maintenance. Maintenance. It's time travel, everybody. Okay? It's time travel. Will Robinson. <laughs> Just save your two boring hours. It's time travel. So now it doesn't even have to be electric. I just like the point yeah, that it no longer has to be electronic. <laughs> it's now could just be a Thing. slab of stone. Yeah, well, it's the future, so the, all graves are electronic now, Justin. Oh, yes. Okay. Is it though? <laughs> well, in in the Does shimmer, have, everything blends, Justin. Yeah, so it doesn't have like the thing outside the delis that the oh, time is always wrong. <laughs> going by. Those things are never correct, no. and you're like, why do you have? And this? it'll just be like deli, comma, meets. <laughs> cold, an hour, like at the time, but an hour off. <laughs> cold drinks. Yeah, cold, cold drinks. drinks. Hot drink. Cold drinks. Hot drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, ATM inside. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Promise uh, we won't steal your pin. Uh, so they go and they get zapped in the back. Other people's pins. <laughs> Sorry. No, right. they, they both get zapped in the back, uh, right. LeBlanc and William Hurt. They right. wake up on a spaceship and now enter half of Jared Harris. Yes. Oh my God! This is something to behold. It's the weirdest thing. This is the, this is the only part of this movie I remember. Not the 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 dubbing, but the end of this movie. Yeah, is so bizarre that I don't remember anything else about this movie. But I remember this entire sequence. I had the exact same recollection yeah. of it. Did I, you re- recall whether or not the theater was going wild for this conclusion? 
I don't think that they were. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think they lost the audience at this point. Yeah. Everyone's like, really? I was going to say, I remember nothing. <laughs> Absolutely okay. nothing about this movie. So it's Jared Harris, and he, he is for some reason dubbed by like some American guy. Hey, oh my guys. God. It's a fucking surfer dude, man. <laughs> I don't understand what they're trying to do here. I think it had to have been a thing where it's like, and this is amazing that they fucking fired Sean Patrick Flannery from yeah, looking yeah. too much like somebody. Yeah, but-, but I think it's a thing where Jared Harris is just not that great at covering up his accent. Okay. And it was like, you're supposed to be, spoiler alert, everybody, here we go, fucking Will Robinson mm-hmm. 20 years later. And you don't sound like it at all. You sound like prestigious Jared Harris. <laughs> Sounds like Army Hammer's father. <laughs> Chester Hammer. <laughs> Man, Chet Hammer. Man, oh, Chet Hammer, what a name. Old man, Chet Hammer. I like it. I'm into it. Chet Hammer, there's so many things you could be. A private <laughs> detective, an assassin. So, um, but I think, to, so it's either hiding the, the British accent, but I also feel like it's possible this movie happened, and the tone of this last sequence is so bizarre. Yes, it's very off-putting. That. Jared Harris was too creepy. Like Jared Harris's actual performance was too creepy, and the easiest thing because like yeah, they, they brighten the mood. It's like, hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the future, Cowabunga! <laughs> exactly. I mean, hi. <laughs> Maybe that's it, and I think both are in play. Both could be possible. But what was the actual reason given on IMDb? It says that Jared Harris was entirely dubbed because he didn't have the right vocal register. What the fuck is that? That doesn't make any sense. It's garbage. Is Jared this a Harris, musical? Jared Harris is a phenomenal actor. He can do anything uh, except an American accent. I think, yeah. or and maybe they just dropped the vocal track in the. To- oh no. Oh, no, did that go in the toilet? Tell me that didn't go in the toilet, Jerry. I fucking heard that splash. That better have been a turd and not my tape. It was the tape. God damn it, Jerry. It was also a turd. I I shit on the tape. I shit on Jared Harris' vocal track. (laughs) Sorry, I lost Jared Harris' vocal track. But my cousin did Michelangelo's voice in the Ninja Turtle cartoon. (laughs) You won't tell the difference. It's the same thing. Tell me a story, Spider Dad. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we get on the ship, uh, and Dr. Smith reveals himself to be a big spider person in a cloak. This is Dr. Smith from the future, though. Yes. Not not Gary Oldman outside with the kids still. This is another Dr. Smith that has been on this planet with Will Robinson for 20-odd years. Mm -hmm. and Because we should mention... Right after he gets scratched by that spider, there's a scene where Gary Oldman's back on the ship and he's like itching himself. And he's sure. like, oh, goddamn spider bite. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like clearly fucking it looks, gross. It looks like James Wood's fucking chest vagina. Yeah, yeah. I was like, put a fucking gun in that, man. <laughs> or take a gun out, whichever yeah. way it works in that movie. By the way, like he he doesn't know. Like he He's like itching his back. And it's not like, oh, I have this weird fucking growth from the spider bite yeah. I got. We need to check in with that like one more time before yeah. we get to because this is a big leap because this <laughs> thing looks terrible. He, he has to notice it and then like knowingly cover it up. He looks like a fucking Studio Ghibli character in this thing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, in the cloak, he looks like he works at the Rainforest Cafe. And it's not <laughs> that bad in the cloak. It's very animatronic. He's like, hello, can can I take your order? <laughs> Welcome to the rainforest. I'm a big spider in a cloak. Is that what? 
I don't think that's what takes orders at the rainforest. <laughs> well, I mean, there are. Would, uh, are there animatronic things? Yeah, there are. There, there it are. would explain why those things are in the toilet now. But <laughs> there like, are, but the toucan and so on and so forth. They're not taking orders. No, they're not though. taking Real yeah. people take your order. Okay, and Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, good. But it's weird because it's like, remember me, it's me, Dr. Smith. And you're like, that's gross. And then now actual Dr. Smith, Gary Oldman, and uh, Will Robinson come in. Gary Oldman's got the gun. He thinks he's going to win the day. But then Spider-Smith throws him out the door. And he's like, I never liked myself anyway. Which I, uh, believe me, I was laughing my tits off. Oh, it's what you're joke. supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But like, how stupid is that spider guy? Like, if you killed that dude, that's it, man. Yeah. You're, oh, that's true. Yeah. Finito. I don't know how that timeline actually works. Well, because there's a big fucking flub with that later, too. Yeah. Um. So this whole thing is like the kid has in, grown up to be... Jared Harris. And Cowabunga a, Jared Harris. Yes. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Cowabunga Jared Harris. And he's used the core of the ship, because uh, they're also on the, the same Jupiter 2, right? Yeah. And he's used the core of the ship to build this time portal. A flushing time toilet. <laughs> yeah. It is a time toilet. You're totally... It's just swirling the whole time. It's swirling and around. That's, the whole, that's how they kill fucking Gary Oldman is put out of this fucking movie by being thrown into a time toilet. Well, I wanted to flush this whole movie, so they had the right idea, I think. So he... Uh, he but he kind of goes over, like, all the girls died. One day there was a monster that came and killed them that wasn't Gary Oldman. Yeah, it looked a lot like a spider monster, <laughs> but it wasn't that spider monster. Mm-hmm. This dude that I'm totally cool with who is indeed a spider monster. And so you got Jared Harris, and he basically says, like, all right, bros, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go through the time tunnel, and I'm going to go back to before we left Earth and make us not go. And then William Hurt's like... Yeah, but when you go through like we did the last time, you could fuck it up and destroy Earth. And he's like, oh, heavy shit, dad. (laughs) But also, like, I don't know. Earth is destroyed anyway. I like this kid's plan. You know what Jared Harris just reminded me of? What's that? If Bill and Ted and something happened. <laughs> if there was a sequel that, or another one, but yeah. they brought up on another third friend. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, man. It's like fucking Bill's uncle. <laughs> Jared Harris. I could get into that movie. Oh, I'd watch that. Sandeem is high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's their cool science teacher. Oh, yeah. That would be pretty awesome. You need like- a substitute. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so, like, his thing is, like, I'm going to go back in time. Uh, uh, Gary Oldman has been thrown out of the ship. Um, they gain control of the robot again. Like, they, they get put in storage for some reason, right? Well, there's a whole thing where, like, little Will Robinson has started building up another robot. Got it. And then, so, when you're when we go through the little time vortex here, it's 20 years later, he's finished this thing, and it looks a lot more like the robot from the show, yeah. like, is the gag. because still he's sounds like, like an octogenarian, though. Yes, oh, absolutely, uh, without question. So this thing's, like, it's the it's the same, like, vacillating between, like, evil and not evil. Yeah. There's a garbage, garbage line right here where this kid's like, hey, robot, remember what I told you before uh. I left the ship? Yeah. And it was something about, like, now remember, you take care of your friends first, right, robot? You love your friends. Put that in your memory bank. Yeah. And the the robot's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, love your friends. I, I almost I, forgot. I remember that episode of Barney. <laughs> robot has no heart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. The robot totally says that, which is a nice throw it back in that shitty kid's face. <laughs> so, <it, clears throat> so that... 
that's we can, that, we can, that's supposed no, to be Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that thing's Gary Oldman. <laughs> you, you sure? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Will Robinson. <laughs> so then, yeah, it's like you think this robot's going to kill him, and then he doesn't. Like, yeah, it's, he it's very it's, quick. Um, and then Gary Oldman, like, I don't. I don't recall exactly how like William Hurt and the rest of them like get out of there. They get out of there, and then it's like, all right, Matt LeBlanc, you take the kids back. I'm oh, going right. to fight Spider Smith and save my my son. And then this cloak comes off, <laughs> and this thing looks like those fucking aliens in yeah. that Charlie Sheen movie, The Arrival. Yep, they're just these. Dis- it's this disgusting spider monster, and he's fucking talking. A blue streak. The long neck is the problem here. That's it, what makes it re- look really fucking. It just bad. looks like a praying, a black praying mantis. Yeah, yeah. with Gary Oldman's face on it, and yeah. it's just flat on there, like lawnmower <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just like this big skinny I think head. They, they potentially could have got away with practical effects better. Yes, oh, yeah, absolutely. Did, if they just put a Gary Oldman mask on that thing, absolutely. And there's a moment early on in the movie. I remember making a note of this. I don't recall exactly where. But you're seeing, I don't know if it's at the very beginning or when they're looking at the one, the Proteus ship, yeah. uh, the ghost ship. It's definitely a model. And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Like, we're doing some model shit. That's not bad. Yeah. And it's like the only time you see it. Look, Get me a James Cameron size fucking monster wait, puppet wait, wait, thing. Wait, come on. We're, we're, it's, it, the relic's already been made. Just reuse that thing. <laughs> oh, right. It does look like the relic, too. It's just like this big fucking stupid thing. And it hits... William Hurt like three times and he never gets scratched, never gets yep. the spider fucking thing. No. He's no. fine. He's 100% okay. But then he like <laughs> cuts open Gary Oldman's balls. Oh, yeah. He slices them right in the scrotum. <laughs> he does. Because Gary Oldman is like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. That's all right. It's amazing. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, I've got a big thing of spider eggs in my belly and I'm going to go to Earth and it's going to be a planet of spiders. <laughs> like, what? And I was like, wait. This is the end game? <laughs> My God, that's dumb. Do you notice that he has a weapon that Young Will made from his awards? Yes, oh, he, right. He what fashions like a, like a fucking trident <laughs> out of these like, <laughs> these like science fair awards that like kind of scratch him, but then ultimately that's what he uses to cut open. And then it cu- the big callback, oh yeah, they eat their wounded, and these spiders just consume his Gary Oldman computer face. I, I, I wish, th- but they yeah. th- it's just like them crawl, it's like a reboot, like turn off thing. <laughs> yeah. Like if they crawl over his face, he's just like, eh, eh, and then he goes in the toilet. Well, he gets shoved into the toilet, and then he like kind of fu- falls into the time ribbon and gets destroyed. Yeah. By the way, making these weapons, like, are we saying like an alternate reality? This is we need to talk about Will. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's really disturbing. Well, he's a science genius and he's also a weapons expert. Yeah, yeah that's, man. Uh, I don't know. fits right in. I don't know what training this kid's had. So you don't it, know. So he's, like, <laughs> he's like, Dad, Dad, come on. We can. Uh, so, like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's great because this, here, co- here comes the third death. Uh, they're oh, like, yes, this is my favorite part of the movie. Because Matt LeBlanc's, William Hurt's like, you know, everybody leave. Don't wait for me. You just guys go. Right. And Matt LeBlanc gets on the ship and like, where's dad? Like, we have to go now. We're going right now. They go and a rock fucking hits them and they all explode. Thus the third death of Heather Grant. <laughs> so she has died three times in this film. And now Tommy Lee Jones is really pissed off. <laughs> 
So then it's like, oh, whatever shall we do? And Jared Harris like act actually activates the time tunnel at this point, and he points it back to the bridge of the spaceship, like before Dudes. they take off. <laughs> Dudes, I got so crates here. It's very important you don't take off. You're going to be so fucked. Station. <laughs> oh man, yeah, the prime opportunity for a station cameo, not for nothing. <laughs> And so, like, they're looking down, and it's this weird moment where, like, Mimi Rogers is looking up, and she's like, is that my son 25 years into the future? And he's like, hey, Mom, (laughs) good to see you all together again. (laughs) Sorry I can't stick around. (laughs) It's like signing off from a YouTube video. (laughs) Hey, Will, stay in school. (laughs) Robots are done, man. (laughs) But that's the weird thing is, it's future. It's not a spaceship that like it's not a time machine wherein like William Hurt has to go in and it go and it only has one seat. It's a hole, and like <laughs> William Smith, will, 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 William, William Hurt, Smith, William Hurt jumps through the hole, and he's like, "Will, like literally, just jump through that big hole." And he's like, "I can. It's only built for one. It's, like, it's a fucking hole." No, or- but it, what it is, I think he sort of explains this, and what I can kind of connect it to is like. You know, in in Back to the Future, the first one where he has to put like the plutonium in the thing, sure, and it's like one plutonium canister like per trip, sure. That's what this. He's like, there's only power for one thing, but that's a car that he he could be in. But this is a hole. And that it's, I could, but it's like, but it's like a beam. It's like a time yeah, beam I, that's I powered by whatever. You're gonna you're gonna look like the unlucky baboon if you fucking go through that thing. I think. But also, you're <laughs> on Death Planet anyway. The Just planet is exploding. Oh. Give it a fucking try. <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah. I I'd be like, think Dad, about that. if I come out only half a man screaming, just shoot me. But all right. <laughs> exactly. Well, maybe that's part of it, man. Dude, how fucking great would that be, though, if he jumped through this thing and just, like, viscera came out the other side? The family got covered. <laughs> it's like a fucking 1990s Peter Jackson horror movie. I'd be okay with that. That's I mean, like, versus, like, at certain death or jumping through a time hole that's purely theoretical anyway. Like, Will jumps. <laughs> and the, it's like a fucking Gallagher concert. Oh, I was going to say, you can't do this on television. <laughs> I'll get slime. Or he, or alternate, he jumps through and he's a crystal statue, and it's like, wow, that's weird, <laughs> huh? <laughs> of all the things that could have happened, all right, didn't guess well, that. Okay, because you, no, he, but he has to die because if you let him in, uh huh. As soon as he gets in there, this fucking idiot, this stoner dumbass, <laughs> stoner dumbass, is gonna hey. is gonna touch his other self, and then we're all dead. Oh, yeah. that's your time cop rule. We don't know no, what the time copping situation he's is. He's just gonna smoke weed with a penny. <laughs> I also think if he goes through and gets eviscerated with the blood, yeah. it, the comedy ending is Penny. She wipes her eyes of the blood and goes, "Space sucks." <laughs> yeah, slack that. Credits. Credits. But that's <laughs> fucked up though. <laughs> You just reminded me, though, when they're taken off and everybody's in that spaceship and it fucking blows up. Yeah. Jared Harris should be erased from existence. Oh, yeah. Right? Because that. Yeah. That's that. That's the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, don't overthink it. It's time travel in movies, I know. This was fucking written by Akiva Goldsman. (laughs) It's all fucking. Yeah. Know what we're getting into. If he, he would be erased from the timeline. Then the only thing that you would see that is him and the spider in pictures, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, Christmas two thousand fifty nine. Yeah, <laughs> and the spider getting presents and he's, he's disappearing. Well, that I mean, Steve, do you want to bring it up? Because this is all this is the grooming. 
this is this is yeah this is this is Chris Chris Cabot. Don't put my name tag on this one. Well, that they they do. I mean, they like he has been slowly like I. You are going to be perfect. This is what we want. This is what we want. They're like a weird team at this point. Yeah, he calls him like old spider. It's like a thing. Well, then it's kind of awesome though because this whole time you realize that he's been working against the spider because. And this is, it's a flub on Spider Gary Oldman's part, <laughs> clearly, because... Not his first, and probably not his last. Yeah, right, yeah. He's not a perfect, as I've heard, he's a monster. Uh, but no, I guess this is the first time ever that this creature looks upon the time tunnel, and he's like, hey, wait a second. That thing's way too small for my monster ass to fit through. <laughs> he's like, wait a second, are you just building this for yourself? Wait. And it's like... If you want to enact this plan for world domination to lay your eggs all over Earth or whatever the fuck you're going to do, why don't you supervise the construction of this time portal? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, like, hey, he's like, he's like sure. hey, wait a second. That looks pretty small. Look at my big spider butt. <laughs> well, but actually, that, that Always beg- the prankster, that will. <laughs> that begs the question, which looks more ridiculous, Gary Oldman, Spider Gary Oldman, or Darkest Hour Gary Oldman? Oh, uh... You know what? Still Spider. Yes. It's close. Um, but the one thing is, so they're, they're all, Matt LeBlanc is running back. And now fucking actual real Dr. Smith has killed these people 15 times, destroyed the human race, and has betrayed them at every single turn. Every chance he gets. Man, woman, and child. They pick him up and put him back on the ship. Like, I understand you don't want to blow this guy's brains out. Maybe you don't have the guts for it. That's fine. That's all right. I, I have the guts to leave somebody someplace, Absolutely. So. It's the Batman rule. I don't I, I don't have to save you. I don't have to save you. Exactly right. Hey, maybe you can find another spaceship before this planet blows up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not killing you. Go, go build a spaceship. <laughs> Fall out the back of this subway car. I don't care. <laughs> but, dude, my God, why on earth would you bring this guy who is a homicidal maniac? He has no redeeming qualities. He has only tried to kill you every single time. And he, he to his own peril, has to, like... Swing across and get him. Yeah, he's yeah. Gene Hackman in Poseidon Adventure. He's just—he's <laughs> really putting his life on the line for this. Guy. Oh, and by the way, he's actually infected with a spider disease. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, still has it. He's of going to turn into a—it's a matter of time we before he turns know. into a spider nightmare. Yeah, you saw. Like you got a fucking spoiler alert. <laughs> exactly. This is what's to come. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut this shit down. It's real easy not to pick him up. And the the only thing that, like, the only retribution that happens here is Matt LeBlanc does the, like, pop my fist back and punch him in the face thing. Sure. And then, like, he goes back to piloting and, like, that's the gag. Gary Oldman very <laughs> comically is like, and falls down. Okay. Like, cut his head off. Tit, yeah. <laughs> tit for tat. Yeah. I wonder how that kid handled knowing that he grew up to look like Jared Harris. <laughs> it's, what happened to my voice? <laughs> All right, see you guys later. <laughs> Cowabunga, the great eternity divide. Yikes. <laughs> so then, uh, and this was quite startling. To yeah. Because I had never seen this. Quite startling. I the movie's ended 15 times at this point. Yeah. It's ended 15 times, but then it doesn't, have an ending yes because they're like all right cool uh like william hurts like all right trust me you can't go up there's not enough thrust like trust me it's not gonna work out and they're like well what are we gonna do and he's like well as the planet's breaking up we'll go through the core and out the other side (laughs) luckily there is this one direct hole all the way through (laughs) the planet that i can fly through 
perfectly. Yeah, so he like Han Solo's his way through that, and they like get out of the planet and whatever, and they're like, all right, cool, the day is saved. Luckily, we've uploaded all the coordinates from that last ship, so we know the coordinates to go to hit yeah, uh, Alpha the, Prime. Uh, the yeah. Alpha Prime planet. And they're like, all right, cool. Pew! Credits. And I was like, wait, hold on. Yep. yep. Was the Netflix stream broken <laughs> again? I mean, Finally, the movie is over. And it is just a totally, like, Pew! see you next time on Lost in Space. Not a chance in fuck. <laughs> doesn't even have the confidence to do the you won't believe this ending. Right. No. It's just like, let's just get out of here before somebody <laughs> notices. <laughs> this movie, Irish Goodbyes Itself. <laughs> it does, it's over before you're like, wait, where'd Sam go? I thought we were... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's right. just... Well, it's out. Okay. When, when, when two, for the, di- two okay. for the diner, I guess, yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> the two of us, all right. I thought we were, all right, I thought three of us. Okay, two, two of us. All right. well, let me ask you this, though, Justin. Uh, your Irish goodbyes, do they include uh, holding up a boombox and playing the crystal method? Oh, only two of them. Okay, okay. No, that's a fair Oh, Because this movie, it's all been scored this entire time. Right. Like, soaring whatever the fuck. Sure. DVD. And then it's like the most distilled, like, 90s music video filters over Ugh. these credits and we're doing we t- I don't remember what it was but recently on on a movie we were talking about they did this same thing where you're playing dialogue from the movie as lyrics to the song but it's also d- so distorted it sounds like the Star Trek the Next Generation pinball game where it's like <laughs> that's right Johnny here we go like it's just like that's it's it's it's, it's everybody be, it's like and you're trying danger, to make it cool, Robinson. yeah, exactly. And you're trying to make it like a rock song, but the, it's also it goes through the whole like the whole the soundtrack was the score, yeah. Chemical Brothers, Ugh. or no, not uh, Crystal Method, Juno Reactor, Propeller yeah. Heads, like all these fuck everything, but HUD Secretary Moby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, <laughs> Flat, Flat, Fat Boy Slim's on there too. Fat Boy Slim is on it, and I'm just like, what? This is what? And some, some at some point in these credits, it turns into like the rock and roll version of the old theme song. Sure, because all of a sudden we're singing "Lost in Space" like uh-huh. over. I'm, I can only imagine that's like derivative of the theme song. Sure. From the 60s. Lost in space. It just sounds like it takes place in the trunk of a car with a stereo. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, dude, will you please pull into this Burger King parking lot so I can open the fucking trunk and we can listen to this? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Alright, you got the door open. Good, you know. (laughs) Babysitting mission. Babysitting mission. Uh Oh, Oh, it's it's all awful. And then I think the last... The last line of di- of lyrics or whatever in the song, almost a dialogue because it is dialogue. It's Lacey Chabert saying something, and all I can think about is Justin saying "space sucks." <laughs> space <laughs> sucks. It's not, but oh, it's yeah. just yeah, it's just her being like, "I don't want to be in this movie." Like yeah. whatever the line is. I didn't finish all the way to the credits, but I bet that it did that old TV turning off, collapsing into the Oh, nice. It didn't. Ah! Because, listen, I'm just trained to stick around for stingers these days. You never know when an old movie's going to have a stinger pop up. So I I hung out. Because, you know, especially since this movie has no ending, I was like, well, they got to set up fucking something. Like, Gary Oldman's in the sick bay and a fucking spider arm comes out his back or some mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Don't worry about it. There's nothing at the end of this movie. God, I trash. Think, I think they knew the score coming out of it. 
I think they <laughs> I, they were like, there's, there's no way. Do you think that's why they didn't try with some of the visual effects? Because this movie looks cheap as shit. Oh, maybe it was a thing where like, oh, we you know we can make this movie look okay for ten million more dollars. Like, yeah, that's okay. I, yeah, don't worry about it at this point. I think that it correlates the 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 visual effects. I think really strongly correlate to what Steve was saying about the dubbing. Is yeah, that there was a lot of we. It's deciding what it is as it goes along. Yeah, yeah. Because I would say it feels like this movie has 20 years worth of computer-generated graphics and special <laughs> effects. Yeah. Scene to scene, like, it looks like Barry Lyndon and then looks like the prequels <laughs> and then and then looks like Star Trek, old like the actual TV show. Yeah. With, like, rocks that you could see when they step on, they squish. Totally. It's, it's <laughs> yes, so... Totally. And I feel like it's almost like everybody had their own little piece to work on and everybody had their own budget. Yeah. And nobody had a fucking meeting at any point that was like, all right, so what are you guys doing? What's the look you're going for? Because yeah. we're doing this. Oh, all right, so you're like full-on papier-mâché. Got it. Okay, okay. cool. All right, uh, what we're working on is we're working on Blorp and uh, really, uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, uh, he looks terrible. We're, the idea is we want him to look terrible. And, uh, it's like not all offices and companies have the same like, like, like breakfast Sometimes you get a company, they get a good yeah. breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, right. Just a couple of shitty bagels. Yeah. <laughs> well, we worked on uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and, uh, uh, we just got a contract for Son of the Mask. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, wow. Oof. Uh, oh, God. And that's the, that's the end of this rancid <laughs> movie. Uh, would anybody recommend it? No, no. It's two hour. It, it's it's three episodes of something. It's, it's, it's I don't know what it's it is. It's three episodes of a canceled television yep, show. It's, and Matt LeBlanc is terrible. Heather Graham is fine. You know, go up to cast. I'm a, and I like most of the cast, too. You know, and it's... It's, it's not it's, a bad cast. I actually... I like Matt LeBlanc. I'm totally fine with it. It's him. almost a watch it insofar as this movie is so fucking 1998. Yeah. This ship looks like the TRL set. Like yeah. you know what I mean, like it. But it's it, no, it's not recommended. No, if you want to watch three episodes of a canceled television show, just watch episodes. <laughs> we did no, like movie is terrible. <laughs> we didn't really talk, but like this is essentially like this is like a first draft of Interstellar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind like of. it's it's yeah. trying to get back to your kids. Like it's a family movie before it's a science fiction movie, which sure. is a huge problem, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but absolutely not, not even for that curiosity. It's absolute dog shit. Do not watch it. I mean, yeah, obviously no, don't, don't watch it. I feel like if you just went whole hog, like this is a family film. That would be totally fine, and it kind of almost is, except for all the times Matt LeBlanc's tugging on his dick in this movie. And <laughs> yeah, just like, and Gary Oldman what? in general. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, yeah, and then all the creep shit with him, that's weird and kids out. So if like you tone that stuff down, you have like a perfectly serviceable but bad and I don't give a shit because it's not for me science fiction film. Yep. No, it should be a kid movie. It should yeah. be a movie for kids. I it's mean, an- I feel like that that show you can put kids in front of it. It'd yeah. be fine. The old one, I don't think this new one appears to have like a harder edge to it. It's more like clear, like it's very well written. Mm. Uh, but I mean, it looks like whatever. What's the next uh, television show from the sixties we're going to bring back and try to make important? Uh, oh, well, question. when did well no Magnum Magnum PI was seventies eighties. Yeah, uh, it was the eighties. Are, nice. are we doing, doing that? that now? That's, yeah, we, that's we did. Uh, we did Lethal Weapons a movie. Now it's a TV show. You got oh, right. MacGyver was a TV show. For oh, a they bit. tried real hard for. I saw a lot. Back. I saw a lot of expensive looking billboards in L.A. Uh, around <laughs> the time that was coming out, and I was nope. like, "You're wasting your money." Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of the, other ones. Yeah, I, I can't think of. I mean, because this this went on for forever. That Starsky and Hutch movie. Oh right! Oh is my fucking god! Un- 
unbearable. Are, uh, are the Adams Family well and truly dead? They've got to become. They're remi- They've been talking about remaking that yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah, they tried to do that thing with like Jerry O'Connell, and it got canceled before it even went to series. Oh, really? They oh, did yeah. an Adams Family thing. Oscar, or no, no, I'm sorry, it was the Monsters. The Monsters. Oscar, oh. They did the Monsters. Oscar Isaacs was attached. It, oh, to the, to, to to the, the Adams Family. The Adams Family. That's it was right. supposed oh. to be him and Eva Green was yeah. like the dream cast. I would have watched that. What's sure. wrong with well, people? Because the Adams Family movies are good. Yeah, I, I'm Adams putting family. that out yeah. that they're both good movies. Yeah, so it is possible to do this. Yes, sure. Absolutely. Just don't have it Mission be Mission Impossible. The fucking first Mission Impossible is amazing. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So it's been successful. Steve loves the saint. You can see his tattoo. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's just the thunderbolt. <laughs> <laughs> that is Lost in Space, directed by Stephen Hopkins. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com or find us over at HeadGum. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. Facebook.com slash We Hate Movies at whmpodcast on Twitter. Uh, Steve Sadak, what do we got coming down the pike next week? Uh, we are going really early into the 90s with Airborne. And this is what now? It's a kid who I believe he's from California. He's a really cool rocker dude. Cowabunga dude. He but he goes to Cincinnati. Oh. And then a bunch of people that are more successful and famous than him are bullying him like Jack Black and Seth Green. Oh shit. And they're all of, just like eating chili with uh, spaghetti underneath it. A lot of skateboarding. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a skateboarding <laughs> oh, film. Oh. It's it's not rad. It's not Josh Brolin and Rad. It's Airborne. It's a much worse movie. Oh, fair enough. I was, I was like, all right, it's either skateboarding or rollerblades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be. Actually, you might get both. Yeah, I think you get a little bit of both. So until next week, when you're going to get a little bit of both, I'm Andrew Jupin, <laughs> Stephen Sadak, Justin Case, Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a headgum podcast.